Good day, everybody. This is Lee and Nick from centralcommandreport.com coming back to you with another show. This is our third episode, and uh, we're excited to be here. We know you're excited to be here. If anybody's out there listening, you uh, you found a good you found a good team, and uh, we're going to help guide you through some of the calamity of this last week. This is our weekly roundup podcast where we go ahead and we talk a little bit about politics and uh, all the crazy stuff happening in society. It, and uh, it's all we got time for right now, but we'll try and do more in the future whenever we can. We started our website. We started our show because there's just too much tyranny out there, too much leftist misinformation, too much cuckservative too misinformation. Much yeah. And so, you know, what, what we're going to do is we're going to rectify that by trying to take back some of the market share of truth and spread it around a little bit. Like, a, like you know, some people like a lot of extra peanut butter on their sandwich. We like a lot of extra truth on our sandwich. That's is there a roll. limit to truth? Does the market <laughs> share imply that there's a limit? No, I mean, just don't use the whole jar. Leave some for me, man. Oh, well. well I mean, we could buy another jar. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's not like toilet paper, man. <laughs> no, no. Don't panic by truth. Don't. <laughs> there won't be don't. anyone left for it. There won't be any left for anyone else on the and shelf, this, and that's just wrong, man. And that's what got us to our current situation. That's the real. We have the answers. Yeah. All right, no, this week we I think we got a good episode. We're, what we're going to try to do, because there's only two news, uh, two topics of news right now, rather, that anybody cares about, and that's what's going on with the election and corruption, vis-a-vis corruption in that election. We, we want to know, and we also want to know about COVID tyranny, because the pandemic, scandemic, great do-it-yourself volunteer depression isn't going to uh, stop I unless we stop. did not volunteer. Excuse well, me, sir. Uh, you know, but we all see them out there, right? You know I, mean? I, I dude, the the people that are wearing the mask alone in their car are the causers of this problem. Oh yeah, man. Let's be real. It's not the governors. It's not the the state legislatures. It's not the courts uh, ruling over people. It's the people wearing masks alone in their car. Yeah, I really like that media bear uh, music video. Uh, the uh, uh, mask masking alone in the car. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah that's what that's it. those guys keep pumping out the hits, yeah. man. They're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. If those of you haven't tuned in yet, you know, you know, and, and you're just hearing this, you know, we're, we definitely endorse other content creators and we're going to try and steer you. Our goal is to steer you toward people who are truth tellers and who are giving out, uh, you know, what I would call, uh, you know, straight talk, real information. And that's what our website's even all about. If you go to centralcommandreport.com, it's a curation content website. We're basically gathering all the best news stories and all the best news sources over uh, over the Internet. And we're trying to keep you updated daily. Uh, we're both blue collar dudes. We got a lot of work to do and we can't sit there and maintain the website all day, but we try and get it up, uh, updated, you know, whenever we can throughout the day or in the evening, do a nice big let's, article. Let's, dump. let's be honest with the people though. I, I do a lot of this while I'm on the shitter. Oh man. You don't want to, you don't want to know that you're honest. poop posting, man. You don't want to be poop posting out there. I mean, that's the best opportunity. Nobody's well, watching I, you at work. Uh, you know, I spend as, as little time. I'm I'm in that uh, what do you call you know Nick over there. He's in he's in you're transportation. Collar, you're a dark blue collar. It's brutal, man. And you know what? Yeah. I'm I, at the end of my career. I'm gonna write like you know um uh, uh my life in in the blue room, the Lee story, and it's gonna be a picture of a dirty outhouse on some crappy job site that like 18 guys have been using nonstop for a week. And the guy hasn't even showed up to clean the thing out yet. You know, that's my yeah. reality. Nobody wants to spend 
dude, you basically tried, you just avoid that thing all day if you can, and oh, you try I not guess. to go in there, and then you just try to just, you know, be, you, you just, just be appropriate with that and go home, you know? Any, any, uh, army activity in the summer, same, same oh, problem. Yeah, it's horrible. And then, yeah, it's just disgusting. But hey, you know, I, I work in a place with plumbing. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, your, your, uh, your privilege is showing. Yeah. Oh, oh, all our houses matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, there's a uh, there's uh, there's uh, there's some truth to that, I guess. You know, if people would treat them better, it wouldn't be like second class bathrooms, but they're pre- they're pretty bad. All right, so today, you know, since we are going to focus on the couple topics that matter, what we're going to try and do is hit you a state by state rundown of everything that's happening in every state, and then we'll top it off with some COVID tyranny. Just a little cherry on top for you, right there, and maybe uh, you know, do what we normally do which is basically, uh, you know, completely get sidetracked and talk about a bunch of crazy crap in between and barely stay on topic. So if you like that kind of stuff, you know, you really found the right spot. Props for honesty. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, dude, let's start with the first state, man. Let's start with the first state, Michigan. Let's start in Michigan. And we're going to go and we're going to back it up a week because that's what we do here. And we're going to go, all right, for those of you that don't remember, the Kraken released her lawsuit in Michigan. Now she did in Georgia too, and we'll get that in a little bit, but she released her lawsuit in Michigan. Yeah, that was so, Monday morning. 20, yeah. That was like one of the first things going on Monday or was it uh, was 28th? Uh, I forget. I think it was the 28th. Not the been, Saturday. Yeah, it might've been that Saturday. And yeah. so what we got going on is, uh, you know, we all know everything that's going on in Michigan right now. We got a bunch of alleged election interference. All right, so we're talking Let's, about illegal forging. We're talking about adding ballots for Biden. We're talking about removing ballots for Trump. We're talking about altering ballots, filling them in, erasing things, um, uh, uh, rerunning the. Well, that same was the original over. six thousand flip, right? Like the river, the very first sign that there was some weird digital fuckery going on was that six thousand in Michigan. Yeah, Michigan really is the tip of this iceberg. Yeah, it is. Michigan was the one of the ones that stood out the most the earliest on. They had one of the they had some of the biggest dumps, you know. Like Michigan was definitely one of the ones with some of the uh, biggest dumps, biggest and, uh, magnificent dumps. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And so we also had the story come out around the same time with the Michigan absentee the absentee vote information mm-hmm. came out, and they got it manipulated, and they basically were showing manipulation by computer you know we've confirmed this and by the way you know we, there was been a lot of analysis that came out this week about well this is this is hearsay statistical analysis is hearsay no it's not it's actually approved by the supreme court as used for evidence and it by case law we have even justice roberts Every liberal's favorite conservative is uh, <laughs> it, it was one of the that uh, was the chief justice there as one except one of the landmark cases that approved the use of statistical analysis because when you have so much uh, uh, specific case fraud so you sometimes it's you it, you can cite a few specific cases and then you can point that to statistical analysis as a precedent and you can go look this is the amount of fraud that we're going to have happening i'm not going to bring in you know it's 733,000 people to testify i'm going to bring in key test uh, you know t- uh, test i'm going to bring up key testimonials from key witnesses that are highly credible and then these people are going to represent an entire category of fraud 
because this guy's an expert and this person was there and saw something. This person's works at MIT and he's a statistical analysis guy and he actually got access to some of the files and he's gone over them and here's what he presented. This other person worked for Dominion and we know, you know, we know that they're going to talk about some specific cases, but they can also talk about the broader fraud and and we can accept that statistical analysis. So a bunch of people are trying to tell you because this is all, you know, this is just people just coming up with math and like we all know two plus two equals five, right? It means, you know, well, what they're like, trying to use or trying to say is that you literally cannot use numbers to find a pattern to open an investigation. Nobody is saying uh, to convict based on statistical analysis. What people are saying is, hey, the statistical analysis really means that we need to be investigating all of this. Well, you know what um, numbers don't account for, man? They don't account for my emotions. Well, and I really feel, I feel like Biden won and I feel like Trump's a racist and your numbers don't account for that. Your, your numbers mean nothing or your feelings mean nothing to numbers. And it's, well, you know, it's just because of your feelings and because your black life matters that your vote counts as 1.25. Ah, see, that's all I was asking for. It's all or, or or shit. Should it be one, one and three fifths? That- See, well, it it is. I now I feel like I have to um keep my uh, what that that's like you know my I, I if I'm black and my vote counts for one point two five and I'm proud of that. Now I have privilege, but it has to be closet privilege because nobody's supposed to know my vote counts for one point two five. So is it really fun if you don't get to tell anybody? I don't well, know. I mm, is it? It wouldn't be as fun. For sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But what I don't understand is that, um, again, on the statistics thing, not to get too tracked in statistics, but the problem with the party of science, the party of intelligence, the party of science or of uh, uh, like statistical uh, evidence for follow the science, follow the math, follow the doctors is saying, well, all your statistical laws that point to fraud don't actually point to fraud. All of your, your, uh, uh, methodologies that were in, used in the past in other elections in other countries to point to fraud. No, that doesn't count for this election. This is the most secure election in history. Um, it makes no sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it, you know, and it wouldn't have been so easy to catch. <laughs> I'm sorry, people, if it dumps. wasn't done so badly, you know, like, and even I'm sorry, but they, they they didn't account for the software not functioning the way it would. They didn't account for having to close the doors and cheat as much as they would. And you know, so for example, um, a more more data came out since we're on the subject of data. Um, data revealing the key way in which the Dominion voting machines were manipulated to steal the votes from Trump in Michigan, right? And a lot of it is by manipulating precinct turnouts, right? Because the the machines knew that there, or they thought they knew that there was padding in certain precincts. And so the machine may have been pushing the precinct, you know, turnout and and padding precincts with Biden votes as much as it could. But when some idiot comes along and they're, I'm going to put another 5,000 in, I'm going to put it, they aren't accounting for the fact that the machine's cheating underneath them. They're just trying to do it physically with their fake mail and, you know, ballots. And so what you end up getting is like precincts, for instance, in Michigan, where you got precincts, uh, North Muskegon, 781.91% 781.91% turnout in <laughs> Zealand, well, uh, 460% turnout in Zealand, Grout, 215% turnout, uh, the city of Muskegon, you know, 
not North Muskegon, but the city of, uh, is 205%. The city of Detroit, 139.29%. So of registered voters, guys, we got 140 for every 100 registered voters that turned out. That's that's called impossible. I love the 781%. I just love that number. <laughs> that's, just, that's my favorite. Well, because I think Michigan... The other- was one of the Go areas ahead. that they had the uh, they had the stacks of ballots being ran multiple times, where oh, they would yeah. literally just sit there on the machine and just go because all you know it's a paper counter so you run through the machine. And so what I don't understand is are, are are the ballots not serialized? Is there not some kind of serial number on the ballots so we can understand when they get counted twice? Uh, no, apparently there is, and apparently there's a way to uh, to uh, identify mm. that if you Once do a forensic, a forensic audit of a machine. <laughs> But how could the how could a voting machine in, in any capacity tabulate votes that have conflicting serial numbers? Yeah, I, I'm just I'm I can't believe that too. Well, as we know, Dominion machine uh, machines yeah, well, yeah, are designed yeah. to cheat. You know, they're, they're just, they are you, you guys. It's basically it's as easy as it's easier than using Microsoft Word, man. Well, it literally is Excel. The guy on the uh, laptop, and I think it was a Georgia video, but. Uh, it was literally him pulling up an Excel CSV, editing it, and uploading it back into the machine. Oh, yeah. And you know he just did a massive deletion and dump of an entire column. He sorted by column, deleted an entire category of Trump votes. We know this. And then fucking, you know, moved on. And then so all these other all these other precincts and townships, man, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, just so everybody understands – even in the largest elections in history, in the history of America, largest elections in the history of America, we're still talking eh, 68%, 67%, yeah. you're, you're excited about it, that as like oh, an elections wow. commission. Yeah. You're like, oh, our turnout was amazing. Yeah, so and, we're talking. Oh, I got 781%. It was great. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, se- seven out of 10 people is like the highest turnouts in the history of our entire nation. Seven out of 10. Yeah, that's uh, so anything, anything even close to 80% is a joke. But 70 out of 10, that's okay, right? Like, 70 out of 10. Yeah, you know what? You almost, uh, yeah, fool me once. Fool right. me once, Nick. <laughs> but yeah. And you I think, think you'll probably be able to fool me twice because I'm an uninformed voter. Right? Yes, um, it's just disgusting. I, I I don't understand how these people look at our side with the straight face saying there's no evidence. I mean, it's... Even if you want to say, well, an affidavit's not evidence, which is still doesn't make any sense. But even if you want to claim that, it's that the statistical anomalies are so abound that um, the fact that there's not people in chains or at least an investigation taking place is criminal. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and uh, it, it, so moving through Michigan, because we're going to try to get you guys through all the states. This is a good stuff. Uh, also, earlier this week, another witness, because these all the, all of these testimonies started happening. For those of you guys that don't know, we got stuff happening. We got hearings in Pennsylvania, Arizona, uh, 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 uh Georgia is announcing hearings now, and uh, Michigan uh, did hearings. Uh, Nevada is trying to get in on hearings. I mean, everybody, it, here here it goes. You know, here we are. And so in one of these, uh, in the Michigan hearings, uh, uh, the witness reported tens of thousands of new ballots being brought in. Tens of thousands. And that's just what one person saw into the convention center in Detroit where absentee ballots were being counted at about 4.30 a.m. That's uh, that's the cheat zone, the sweet cheat zone, mm-hmm. right? We all know they like to cheat between the about 3.30 and 5. 
And uh, other witnesses say uh, that a second group containing several thousand that they were able to confirm were brought in and every single ballot was for Biden. Every single one of your of your it's three thirty to four thirty a.m. cheat time ballots, and so the total number of votes they're speculating based on what their witness testimonials are and the evidence that they're gathering right now from all the witnesses. And and by the way, there were security cameras. We're going to get to more of that later because some of that stuff's coming out now too, and it's proving this. It's proving these these aren't just you know people saying this. This is this is actually captured on camera. Uh, Two million votes. In just a few states is what the uh, what one one you know attorney group is is uh, pointing out to because they have to point out one type of fraud. Remember when they go, all right, this is two million votes. So you go, well, that's not enough to sway. Well, yes, it is. It is enough to sway everything. But anyways, that's just one category of vote. And that's just, all right, we're gathering all the witnesses that saw this one category of cheating. I said one category of vote. I meant one category of cheating. And so if you have this many people that you can say, okay, we can, we can basically, you know, now with, with our witness affidavits, with our kit, with our security cameras, with our um, paper trails, with our uh, st- uh, statistical analysis, and we're going to get these dang machines. We're going to audit these fucking voting machines. And uh, we're going to get da- forensic data as well. We're, we'll just say that's 2 million in that one category category of cheating it's a big deal it adds up to quite a bit you guys quite a bit explosive michigan illegally counted or ignored five hundred thousand ballots a separate lawsuit claims wow so it's just another half a million no big whoop you know what i mean and uh in in the wee hours of thanksgiving day the amistad project of thomas more society they filed a lawsuit and their lawsuit uh claims that officials illegally counted or threw out no fewer than 508,016. Five, 508,016. That's a very specific number. You think they don't got the receipts? These motherfuckers got the receipts. Oh, yeah. Now well, they can look through and know that. I guarantee you what's happening is the, the women that are mentioned here as his clients are um, uh, they worked in one of these facilities and they could look at that facility and say, oh yeah, this is how many votes and ballots went through that facility. Uh, this is what's going to end up happening, um, in my opinion, in Michigan and Detroit overall, is they're essentially going to have, the Supreme Court, I mean, with that when I say they, um, are going to have to throw out entire precincts of votes and entire um, uh, buildings of votes where these the observers weren't allowed in, um, the, the ballots were counted over and over and over again because let's face it, we can't go back and fix it now. The mail-in envelope has been separated from the ballot. There's nothing we can do but literally throw out entire um, precincts, districts, counties, whatever, of votes. That's the only way to fix this if you want to actually have the uh, a popular vote election in any of these states. Yeah, I it's, think you're um, right. I mean, and, and what's what the worst part about it is as we talk about and think about it is, is we shouldn't have to throw out any votes. Everybody's vote really should matter. And we really shouldn't be here where we are, but the left decided to declare, declare war on uh, humanity at this point. Um, And, and we can't, we can't let that happen. Uh, If the fact too, that we're not already looking at ways to fix this and ways to uh, ensure integrity of the runoff in Georgia, should that runoff happen uh, is also disgusting. We're not even talking about, we're just ready to accept this. I mean, you have uh, 
what is this? Yeah, all the military ballots look like Xerox copies of each other in Michigan. So we can just photocopy. I remember reading that. We can just photocopy ballots now and, uh, and count them over and over and over and over again. But that's not evidence. That's just, you know, everybody in the military, they, they really know how to fill in those bubbles. Uh, yeah, Nick, knowing right, your, knowing your background and knowing your family's background and knowing I know a lot of people that you still know that have served or are in service, tell me, what is the ratio of people in service and you're just use your estimation, your, your yeah, humble yeah, yeah. opinion that voted for Biden. Um, very few. And those that did would have been officers almost exclusively. There are, uh, you find the only liberals you really find in the military tend to be uh, younger, uh, lower grade company grade officers. So your lieutenants, your captains who are in the younger crowd. And a lot of times, usually not, not always, but usually those guys, um, they, they come in, they get their degree, they become an officer, they get out after, you know, 10 years or so, and they don't really advance past captain. Maybe they get major, and then usually they don't become a lieutenant colonel or a colonel and get out. Um, but as far as the, the boots on the ground and the enlisted, go to any army base that allows it. A lot of army bases don't allow anything political uh, at all. But you go to any army base that allows it, and it's nothing but Trump bumper stickers on every truck. Um, go to any uh, any... National Guard Armory, it's all Trump stickers on every single bumper and every single truck. It's uh, uh, The enlisted is very, very, very much pro-Trump. Maybe not conservative, but pro-Trump um, versus I, – uh, I, I served in the Obama years for, for a majority of my time. And nobody uh, that I know really appreciated or, or liked our commander-in-chief at the time. Um, when Trump became – Became president, thus commander in chief. He was loved almost immediately by everybody who was on the enlisted side of the house. But liberalism, yeah, but really liberalism in the lower officer ranks is more of a product of recent college graduates and less of a product of officers. Um, those that you see that are liberal at the higher, more general ranks, um, that just tends to be more of a political corruption problem than anything else, in my opinion. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It, it actually doesn't at all. And Which then, also explains how everybody in the military already respected General Flynn before Trump. He was already a well-respected name um, within most areas of the military as a patriot and a hero. So the fact that the left destroys him just because he's helping Trump is also another example of their hypocrisy and their disgust. Okay, so the other person that came out of to continue down the Michigan road to button this up is we're getting closer to to buttoning up Michigan, and then we're going to move right on to the next one, folks. All right, so the testimony of a Dominion trained IT contractor named oh, my, Melissa my future wife. Yep. Now, now this gal, she is a highly credible witness. She knows exactly what Dominion is, what they do, what they're capable of, what their directives are, and how they steal. So she hit the scene this week with a great testimony. I think you might have only seen a piece of it, and where basically the uh, lawmakers that were trying to, you know, uh, uh, they they because you got a panel, you have Democrats and you got Republican, um, you know, well, what would you call it, state legislature members, uh, state senators, and and, and reps and these people you know the republicans are trying to get to the bottom of this and give these hearings some credibility and let the evidence speak for itself and let these people speak their piece and uh, the democrats are trying to dox people actively in the middle of this and they're actually trying to uh you know discredit and and jam up the brakes and and uh, you know grandstand for cnn and Didn't so she say the- she like lost her job and stuff because of all this 
Yeah, she said after they they, they basically tried to question her credibility and they go, you know, why aren't more people coming forward? And she she said, I'll tell you why my life has been destroyed. It's completely destroyed. I can't get a job anymore because Democrats like to ruin your life. That's why. And so she's you know, that was the big viral moment of the whole thing. And then she, you know, said something to the effect of I signed an affidavit affidavit under penalty of prison. Perjury is is a is a punishable by prison, and so the you know she's like, did you you know? And so this chick, uh, she is holding her ground, and she's not meek or weak. And she actually, you know, she spoke uh, to the oversight committee. For about she seems to be a high ranking IT individual. Like, if I'm understanding what she's saying correctly, is the person that was there supervising her was one of the founders of the company. It wasn't like she's just a lowly peon IT person doing IT things. No, no. She's in some type of middle managed to senior management position at Dominion Whistleblower. I, I, you know, and I'm still unclear on that because they said she's, you know, they're trying to distance themselves from her and of she's, and yeah, she's calling true, yeah. herself an IT contractor. It doesn't mean she could have been consultant level for all I know, you know, and up on the upper, upper. And I haven't done enough research, but um, uh, on her background, but I think that's, you know, that's still, there's still going to be more that's come out. And so she basically. You know, she talked all about people rerunning a bunch of different ballots. She saw ballots being brought in. She saw people being assigned the old, the classic 1900 birth date, you know, if they didn't have the information. She saw, you know, um, she saw uh, every, every kind of fraud that you could see at the at the TCF center. And I mean, she was the one talking about the the vans, literally like just box vans full of boxes and boxes of ballots being pulled out in, in Red Rider wagons and shit yes like, insane just just crazy um uh, unbelievable um yeah and she again, said she uh, one of the dominion workers disappeared to a warehouse for several hours right before a big data dump for biden and yeah the boxes were supposed to you know she said the boxes that were supposed to receive the scan ballots were moved to another part of the room and used to block poll observers like you know this is a, a, a you know you're supposed to drop uh a, a box into essentially a sealed box into um, an area yeah, where it's after it's being scanned through and it's done with the tabulating machine. However, you know, she, she knew that all of the uh, computers were accessible. All the ballots were really accessible. There was a lot of, you know, what would I call it? Taking advantage of the chaos. And she brought a lot of that out in her Senate hearing. So Melissa Carone, look her up. We got a lot of articles and videos about her on the website and she has a really important testimony to have followed this week. It was fun to watch. She was uh, real sassy. I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. And she looks like she hasn't been like sleeping very well or something. She's got this crazy, messy bun hair I kind imagine, of thing going on. It's like, what the heck's going on there? But I'm I sure she's tired. You know, They are after her, man. I mean, shit. The left is crazy. I mean, they go after anybody. I guarantee you she's being targeted by them. Yeah. And so I, I'm not surprised either. And, you know, there was another credible woman a, uh, and who you can't call a white racist. And so, you know, basically she was uh, her name was uh, Dr. Tarver. And she also is a uh, was a highly credible witness that came out later on this week. But in the interest of time, I'm going to go ahead and move past Michigan just to get to some of these other states so that we aren't burning up all our daylight here, you know, uh, on this one state. All right, the next state that we got to check out is Georgia. Georgia also had a lot of things moving this week. If, as you recall earlier, we said that the Kraken released her lawsuit in Georgia. 
scared the crap out of everybody. Brian Kemp at the beginning of the week is still nowhere to be found, pissing his well, pants he's, like a little cuck cunt like hiding in his basement. Yes. He's fixing, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's fixing if the water the, leak. Uh, if he's fixing the water, by the water leak, you mean the urine running down his leg. You know, he's well, trying. Now, nearly 800,000 absentee ballots have been requested for Georgia Senate runoffs. They still want to try to plow through with this thing, and they still think that they can put their pretender-in-chief cuck, you know, um, cuck, uh, uh, I'm so excited about using that word, cuck-servative, I'm using it too much. Anyways, uh, but Biden, and uh, in into the office of president, illegally and illegitimately and then they can steal the senate too and they can just proceed forward with their agenda so what you also saw coming out of georgia this week was a lot of people trying to get on the let's steal 2.0 bandwagon there and now the, uh, the georgia lawsuit that was brought also had some really good stuff about the watermark because that was all you know the, the, the sharpies are debunked the watermarks debunked you like you even hear some of your fucking conservative friends saying this and they're god they're a bunch of morons is what they are because they've been watching you know the, the fake fox news instead of getting off of there and coming on over to one america news network and and uh, or you know uh, there's plenty of other sources. You don't just have to use one America. There's plenty of others, but they're still stuck in the mainstream and they're getting lied to. And one of the witnesses in that lawsuit testified to the use of different paper for counterfeit ballots as well. And uh, the watermark was solid gray instead of transparent, by the way, ballots 100% for Biden. You notice how there's a theme where nobody's caught anybody cheating for Trump yet. No, not a single one. <laughs> no, or, no, they did. They did. They no, they did. There was, there was one. They like, uh, it was on the Donald. It, man, it was. I think it was Thursday or Wednesday. But uh, it was like one dude who lived in Florida who registered to vote in Georgia, and he got ran on like three different websites. It's like, oh, there's cheating going on on Trump's side. <laughs> but like, it was, it was the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. It literally was like one dude who lived in Florida registered to vote in Georgia. One guy. They, they got one. They, they, they got one. They got their evidence. All right. Now here's our evidence. Nope. There's no evidence. God damn. And what so, you know, again? yeah, these, these guys are going through their, their, their fake recount. Right. And the people are also testifying that they're seeing ballots marked for Trump being put into Joe Biden piles. And we talked to you, I think in our first episode about the way physically some of that cheating was happening in the room and a witness testifying about how these people are supposed to be a Democrat and Republican at a table talking to each other. You, you read off the ballot. I tally and you read, and then I'm supposed to check that you didn't just lie to me. And you said, you know, biden instead of trump for instance and it was really a trump vote well they're actually you know basically liberals that are finding each other and they're bullshitting on their smoke breaks and on their lunch breaks and then they're going back in there and pairing off and then helping each other cheat so they're really just reading off trump after trump after trump vote and nobody and they're purposefully not verifying it they're purposefully fraudulently tally marking them as biden votes and they're calling that right you know they're calling that um uh, like part of the recount process which is a joke. So they're they're really just doing the same bullshit. Now, this was a good one. Lynn Wood uh, tweeted out that a judge's order. Oh, this is the big one. This 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 caused a lot of consternation this week. Didn't they end up wiping one, though, before they were able to stop? Oh, them? yeah. They brought in a shredding company. We're going to. Yeah, that's that. right. OK. Yeah. I saw something about hardware shre- or a hard drive shredding company, which yes. is like. Yes. Yeah, so here's not here's, a small company. <laughs> no, this is the biggest. This is a big one, guys. Lynn Wood. You know, he was tweeting out about a judge's order to prevent counties from wiping and resetting data from Dominion machines. 
has now been reversed. So the judge said, go for it. Uh, save these machines. Now, you know, you're, I mean, no, don't go, stop everything. Save these machines. Don't touch them. Then the judge in the same day, just a few hours later, says, no, 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 do whatever you want with the machines. Proceed to, to proceed to destroy the hard drives. First of all, shouldn't you based on the, it? Shouldn't it be kind of odd to you that these valuable voting machines and hard drives and USB sticks that cost <laughs> a lot of money? Somebody just wants to hire a company to shred and destroy them all. And shouldn't you kind of be going, no, just based on the fact that I know you're about to do that right now means I'm definitely not letting you do that. Well, no, never mind. I'm sure everybody, you know, every time a company, you know, uh, basically uh, what kind of company reuses a computer twice? I mean, as soon as I log on and log off at the, you know, after I'm done at the end of every eight hour workday at my desk, the company shreds the computer and sets up a new one for me in the morning. That's just the way we do business. Well, you would think it would fall under the same laws that a lot of these states have, where um, you have to hold onto the ballots for 22 months or 24 months or however long. And you have a, a time period. You have to hold on to all voting materials, mainly meaning the ballots. You'd think the hard drives would qualify. You know, the things that are recording the votes. Yes, you, you figure, yeah, well, you know they should and they would, but this is a, uh, these guys are just trying to, it, it is, it's a break the law now. Well, like they said, you know, I mean, if, if, if it's a lot easier to get away with murder <laughs> or it's a lot easier to get away with a crime of assault or, you know, if you kill the person, if the person lives after shooting them and they get to come to court and testify against you, you almost have a 100% guarantee of doing life in prison for attempted murder. <laughs> if you have a shot at maybe getting away with it, if, if, uh, if they, if you're the only person that knows you killed him, and, uh, even if there's some sort of circumstantial evidence that might tie you like, Hey, that was your ex-wife. And we know you probably did that because you hated her and you were like chasing her around town, telling everybody that <laughs> you know, I'm going to kill that bitch or something like some people do stuff like that and still get away with it now uh in in this case they're that's what they're trying to do they figure if they can murder the evidence then maybe there's a better chance of them getting away with it so these guys they proceed to i mean let's face it the fact that you knew that he in initially had to tell them to stop means they were already in the process of shredding and destroying all the hard drives and all the computers then he told them go for it then they were like yeah we never stopped <laughs> trust me they never stopped they did yeah. not stop one bit and then he said oh wait a second wait a second I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, we're going to go ahead and stop that. No, 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 no. You guys do need to hold on to some of those machines. And it's almost like, you know, these guys do this just in time for them to destroy enough evidence. And they can go, well, we saved the machines and you found nothing. It's like, yeah, you, what are you talking about? They destroyed every machine that had anything on it. They wiped a couple and they handed us the couple of wiped machines. You know, it's Hillary's closet all over again here's a bunch of smashed phones and here's a bleached bit server yeah you had all your evidence you should oh you didn't find anything i uh, yo you know i told you you're never gonna find anything yeah, it just wasn't there there's nothing there to find. it was just yeah. what was what, yeah it, <laughs> yeah they try the so, same playbook over and over and over again and they think that oh i mean they're doing the same thing with like well we re did the recount in georgia we already recounted it was close to be recounted and look it's you know biden's still winning guys it's it was a recount it's like no nobody wanted a recount everybody wanted an audit of your signatures, yes. which sounds to be like what the next step is, actually. Yeah, I think so. I think it's, well, well yeah, we're about there. And so, yeah, the government uh, and oddly, right after that, the after all this happened and they actually, you know, supposedly secured some of the machines for audit and for forensic audit, uh, that all kind of went dark and that story went away. And so we're, that's I'm sure we're not getting information about that because that's the kind of thing 
that uh, why give that information to the media so they can use it against you? Save it for the courtroom where it's actually going to count, you know, and uh, don't don't let every uh, don't let everybody know what you're doing so they can get way ahead of you. And then all of a sudden, the government lawyers stepped in uh, right as this was happening, because and I think they still might be trying to do this. Georgia's government lawyers. So like the D.A., people who represent the state of Georgia are defending Dominion, saying you can't forensically audit those machines. You'll give away this private company's trade secrets. Now, I'm going to tell you how fucking weird this is. If I have a private company and some and and, and someone in the state, a bunch of actually Republican Republican government officials in the state want to audit my machines. If high powered attorneys want to audit my machines, the state isn't going to step in and defend me. I have to hire a private law firm and go broke doing it to defend my IP for, to defend my products, to to keep my stuff from being seized. Now, what case in the world have you ever heard of where, you know, basically you're a company that's accused of engaging in massive corruption against a specific state and the state steps in to defend you instead of the people. Usually it's like, you know, the state versus so-and-so that's how lawsuits are. And you know why it's that way? Because the state represents the people. And so they're basically saying in the lawsuit, the people versus dominion and the DA should step in and be defending our argument. The people of Georgia that are really pissed off about all of the corruption. But now in this, I've, I've never heard of this in my entire life. I don't know a lot about case history or law, but I'm telling you, I'd be curious if somebody come up, help me with an example of this, of a state step in to defend a corporation that's attacking your state what well, they're the they're they're defending because kemp and uh what's the second like rossisberger or something the secretary of state yeah they're yeah they're in on this and they've been taking money from what appears to be china at this point um that's been running the dominion scam um and and they're bought and paid for to keep this dominion thing going so of course they're going to direct their their attorneys and their people to defend dominion on this but the point also needs to be made is if you're running an election system you have no trade secrets. One plus one equals two. Two plus one equals three. Three plus one equals four. We have four votes. That's your trade secret. That's it. There are no trade secrets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right. The, yeah, what are you trying to hide? Oh, it's your fucking algorithm, and we all know what that does. Yeah, and the, so like the, the same voting software needs to be fully open source for anybody to look at. That's what the problem really is here. There is no intellectual property argument because there is no intellectual property involved here. Yeah, that's I think that's I think that's a really salient argument. And at the same time that all this is happening, I mean, Georgia is fucking it's dirty over there, guys. And so at the same time, all this is happening. Fulton County election officials confirmed to 11 Live on Sunday that a newly purchased Dominion voting systems mobile server had crashed earlier in the day. Oh, wow. So in the middle of this recount. That was probably, even though it wasn't an actual audit, was still probably so corrupt. It was about to prove out all of the corruption was going to come out. All of a sudden, we got another crash. Why don't they just, why, I, I, they should have just called it another water main burst. Why not? Why not do that? And they said, oh, wait a second. Later on, there was an update to that story. Oh, they got a witness that said somebody came in, grabbed the server in the middle of the recount and the riddle of the fucking of the Dominion recount and removed the server and took off with it. What do you think they were doing? Oh, they were taking it to shred it because it didn't matter that the judge had said, go ahead 
and keep those machines. We're going to be looking at those a little bit later. You cut, we're confiscating that. The shredding never stopped. People don't think that this little this little charade for us plebes about you know this tug of war. That's all just for you to keep clicking and click, keep hanging in there for the news cycle. You know that's a, that's all a complete fucking fraud and a complete lie just for you and I to enjoy the soap opera. Um, they basically shredded all the evidence. We'll be lucky if there's anything left. Now a little bit came out about that I think today, so we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Wait a second. A uh, and a, a Georgia voter group founded by Stacey Abrams is under investigation for registering out of state dead voters. Actually, these people created basically. You know what are the what are these good organizations like to call themselves like a big nonprofit? The get out! They call themselves the get out the vote machine. And yeah, say, oh, right. Get out it, the dead people vote and the, the non citizen <laughs> vote and the from out of state vote and, and all you know. But we're just getting out the vote. Just yeah. all the fraudulent ones. We're just supporting oh. freedom here. It, yep. Man, yeah. I wonder how many ballots you think she can fit in her tooth gap. <laughs> I'm higher. not sure. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we need to play higher low on this one. Now, go uh, eight. so we know that that's happening. It's just more element. Again, another category of fraud coming out in Georgia. So we'll be seeing litigation be- about that category because it's also. Confirmed. I mean, but the dead people voting thing. What's what's so stupid about this, too, is the dead people voting thing has been like a known problem that the Democrats do since, I mean, shit, 2000, 2004, 2008, maybe at the at the uh, at the newest. I mean, that, that's you and I have been talking about that for years. Um and so I'm just surprised that they lean so heavily on it yet again, something that's really easy to verify and understand like, Oh, look at all these people that are dead that voted. Like, okay. Yeah. I understand what happened here. Um, and they got caught. Yeah, or, now the, the, one of the other big ones that they got caught on in Georgia, cause we're getting up to current here. Is this just a couple days ago? Who knew that oh, the big video? Yeah. The, 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 that the government kept ballots, in suitcases hidden under tables. All right, so this is a video of rigging and operation. And they actually have a great video on the website. It's up right now on Central Command. It's, you know, right now we still got a top of center column, but it's there. And uh, the video is a 360 composite video of a Georgia rigging operation with a testimony overlay. So someone gives the audio of the testimony of everything that happened, and then they're overlaying the video of what they observed in the testimony. And, and, uh, and so it's, it's fantastic. So you can see these people basically bringing in this specific table with this really big black drape over it. And, and it's really conspicuously placed in this odd section of the room. And basically what ends up happening is a specific individual. There are some Republican auditors and there's Fox news. They're over there in the corner. They're set up and they're in this counting room, a too far away for, to see anything. So a, all of the observation rules are still being broken and they're still denying us the ability to know what the hell's going on. And we've all seen those videos of like two or three of them sitting at a table right next to each other literally elbow to elbow handing each other ballots and counting them with each other within they're touching each other and then the person yeah. that's observing you has to be has to be 12 feet away behind a big tape line it's like so wait a second it's but okay they have the to be virus. right next to each other if you're democrats but if you're a republican yeah. you have to stand 12 feet away from me i'm gonna die if you get within you know six feet of me you're not allowed to come near me it's like fuck you i see two observers standing elbow to elbow 12 feet away and i see two and i'm gonna call them with air quotes counters sitting next to each other elbow to elbow touching each other oh but we got to keep these people 12 feet apart or we're just gonna have to kick you out we're just gonna have to kick you out and so these people got caught 
wheeling in suitcases of ballots, suitcases like personal luggage gear suitcases and hiding them, stashing them under this table. And uh, then this is on camera. They tell everyone the counting shut down. We're done. Everybody's got to leave. Get out of here now. They basically rudely eject the Republicans and the media. And then five of them stick around. Five of them stick around. And this cloth is this big black draped cloth that's hiding what's underneath this fold-out table just gets flipped over, and all of a sudden, they grab the handles and they start wheeling out these freaking luggage bags, and then they start pulling ballots out, and these people just sit there and start ramming them through. Double, triple count. I mean, who knows how many times they're counting these There's same a lady pre-printed in the background. Votes. Lady in the background of that video, purple shirt. You can see her the whole time everybody else is counting on the tables. She's just running the same stack of ballots through the machine over and over and over and over again. Yes. And what the best part about this story is, I think, is the resulting fact check by the left I've seen around was like, well, those were in suitcases. Those were ballot boxes. And they were there the whole time the Republicans were in there. It's like, okay, well, that's not what the problem is. <laughs> like, the problem is you said, hey, guys, we're going home. We're done counting for the night. You know, it's it's over. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning and we'll, we'll continue counting at whatever time they agreed on. And instead, with that, what they did is they waited for everybody to leave and then started counting that's what the problem was and lo and behold lee all of those votes were miraculously for joe biden it's crazy crazy how that works and you can actually track um you can see the timestamp if you look at the timestamp of the video compared to the timestamp of the ballot drops it actually coincides perfectly with about like like an hour and 20 minutes or so after they stopped voting that date that precinct reported this insane giant spike of ballots for biden yeah like oh yeah, what like, a shock what a shock yeah. I know. So you think like these people think that they're really that there's just it's unbelievable, overwhelming amounts of evidence. It's a really great video. You guys got to check it out. It's one of the biggest ones. That one's going to be a big one. And uh, Trump team later on, I think that same day, maybe the next day, Trump team gains control of a Dominion voting machine in Georgia. There was a county. And that they county had an extra Dominion machine that somebody didn't destroy. <laughs> and somebody, I'm sure there's some people that are probably going to get fucking, you know, put on Hillary's kill list for this. But uh, they, they did not destroy that yeah. machine. I, uh, I'm really excited to see what's on that machine. You know, we'll all, it's all it's going to take is the right guy in a couple of days. And it's all wide open. Yeah, and so this is it. The video is the game changer. The Dominion Machine's the game changer. And I think there's this is the burst rumbling about it today that I'm seeing. This is new today, uh, Friday. And a cybersecurity expert who I think got access, he got that Dominion voting machine, has confirmed that 5.5% of the votes were being shifted in the algorithm to, and they aren't like saying that he, that he got that information from that machine, but I'm pretty sure they got that machine and all of a sudden an analysis was done and they're saying they know the exact, exact ratio of, well, of yeah, that would that's, that'd be really easy to figure out. I mean, even, even if you don't have the ability to forensically audit the machine, you just run the balance through yourself with a known quantity of ballots. Yeah. I just spit it. All right, I got a hundred Trump votes and a hundred Biden votes. I run that stack of two hundred through and see what happens. And this is going to tell you. It's going to be really obvious. So, oh, hey, look! It's uh, uh instead of fifty fifty, it was uh, what do you say five and a half percent? So it's um, uh, fifty two point two five Biden and whatever fifty minus that for Trump. I mean, it's, it's going to be obvious. 
Oh, and and you mentioned this earlier when we were talking before the show. Mm-hmm. This was the big one, and I kind of skipped over it because I was so excited about the Dominion machine here. Is at the same time that all this is happening, old conservative. I'm going to keep saying it. Kemp, you're, you're really Kemp. into that word. <laughs> <laughs> you're I'll, really, really into that word. I'm okay with it. I just want you to accept and understand. I know. Really into that word. <laughs> I know. Sometimes when you're, uh, yeah, I, I got to be co- cognizant that if we actually had listeners, which we don't yet, but someday, some someday we're going to have a listener, and man, that guy's really going to like our show. And he'll tune in that one guy. He's going to tune in like once a week and he might even start emailing us, you know, one day and he'll be like, Hey, Hey, did you he'd see this like, article? Are, are you saying that he's going to do that because you said the word cuckservative? No, um, that- I was, what I was segueing to is <laughs> okay. I'll probably annoy him so much with my overuse of specific terms that he'll have to, I really liked your show. I mean, I was really liked you guys, but you just, start, you know, you started to annoy the shit out of me. It's like when someone whistles their S's, you know, and you end up finding out that, uh, you can no longer tolerate hearing them speak after you key into that and it drives you crazy. And you have to quit. Like, like there are certain guys that I've liked and there's a certain something about their show that I never noticed before. And once I've keyed into it, it I obsess over it. It drives me nuts and I can't. Oh, damn, man. I don't whistle my S's, do I? No, I don't think you do. <laughs> um, otherwise, we uh, we would not be able to do a show <laughs> we together. Be here. We would not be here. <laughs> yeah, no, we wouldn't be where we are today, talking alone into the ethosphere of the internets. <laughs> The Intel webs. <laughs> All right. Wait, so wait, about the conservative Brian Kemp. Oh, uh, yes. Or he's calling for a signature on it now, right? That's right. Thank you. Yeah, I was yeah. glossing over the story, but that's that's the meat and potatoes of the story. He's calling for the signature on it. And, and part of that is, is, is if any of you guys, this is all kind of spur, spurred it on by that. It doesn't mean anything. No. It was spurred by, I want to say this, it was spurred by the Atlanta rally. The, and if yes. you didn't see the Lynn Wood, Sydney Powell, Atlanta rally, that Trump was tomorrow. Uh, that was off the hook. It was so good. Lynn Wood is like the best hype man in history. I had no idea. He was like Don King boxing level promoter, evangelical, you know, like uh, what would you call it? Like Vince McMahon, WWF, all rolled into one. He was incredible. He, and and uh, Sydney Powell actually is is she's she's such an intelligent woman. But I, let's admit it. And I'm I'm so proud to have her on her side. But she's fairly wooden. She's a little bit wooden. I would. She's a little I don't boring. That she's yeah. she's a little. Uh, yeah. She's not. She's stiff. You know, if you're if you're like <laughs> I, I will say, if you're like me and you're actually like I am a legal nerd and I enjoy uh, litigation and cases and I enjoy uh, reading like the you legal like a documents. good John Grisham novel. Yes, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I like John, a good John Grisham novel. Yes, that is exactly yeah. it. I like to read John Grisham by firelight, and uh, <laughs> that's just how I roll, man. Um, yeah. But but the thing about Sydney Powell is, if you're into that, she is extremely entertaining to watch. But no, for sure, if you're not like super into legal mumbo jumbo and understanding like how the cases work and how they flow through the court system. She's really hard to watch, uh, which is good that uh, she has Lynn Wood because you're right. He is like a hype man. And it's as if the um, it's as if Daniel Craig's character from Knives Out became a lawyer. And I just I really appreciate Lynn Wood uh, in its entirety of this of the, the down south lawyer guy. I'm into it. 
and so you know in that in that Atlanta um, this this fantastic rally, which I don't think in the history of our lives we've ever seen two at- people it, by the thousands <laughs> flock to see two attorneys. <laughs> two lawyers. Speak. Yeah, it's like that's I, that is uh, again I've never heard of this happening in uh, our lives or even before us. I've never heard of anything like that happening, and it was incredible. Mm-hmm. That shows that the movement still it's it's actually not waning it's not dying it's completely alive and it's gaining momentum because we don't you know, uh what would i say yes there's a demoralization factor but conservatives much more in the face of adversity and tyranny especially we're you know there's a fire inside of us and we want to fight you know and the and the proponency to go out there and to get in the fight is uh is pretty strong and high for conservatives right now and it's i was really proud so she called out kemp and she said to go over there and she said to surround his house <laughs> and not leave until he did this. And again, and lo and behold, people guess what? People did it. And a couple days later, he calls he calls for the audit. He calls for the signature match specifically, which is all we've asked for. That's all we're asking for. But well, it's, his, it's his secretary of state. He's like, well, I can't do anything about it because my secretary of state, Raffensperger, really is the one in charge. And it's nothing I can do. But he you sounds know what like he Peter can Griffin. do, though? is he can call the legislature to an emergency session and get this fixed. Yeah, he knows what he can do and he didn't he specifically tried not to say do. that, you know, but uh you know, so but the point is the pressure is working. You know, the pressure yes. is working or they want to us to think it's apply. working and they can like blow us off and be like, "Well, we did, you know, yeah, we did the recount and it didn't work. Oh, well, they're going to keep pushing. Oh, yeah, we did the signature. I can't do the signature match, but I sure would like to." And then we're going to keep pushing and eventually they're going to break. They're going to have to. So we're winning. We're fucking winning, people. And now, you know what we're doing? We're moving on to Pennsylvania, the the third state. All right. So a bunch of mail-in ballots, as we know. There's been a bunch of madness going on at the Pennsylvania level. And we know that there's been every every kind of fraud that you can uh, that you can imagine that we've discussed tonight, but times the hundreds of thousands again, actually probably millions in Pennsylvania alone. And so the second, this is the earlier this week. This is this last weekend. Second Pennsylvania state judge upholds halt to certification, finds likelihood that the mail-in balloting procedures violate the Pennsylvania Constitution. So he, this is nice. He's this guy's going no. You know, a lot of the Pennsylvania argument has been, well, we changed everything due to COVID right before our election. And so nothing that, you know, none of the laws matter. And we've and we've actually it's it's not true. They didn't go through the appropriate legal process to change things in Pennsylvania that they should have. Yeah, none of of this is done by the judiciary or the executive, which are the two authorities that decided to do this. And yeah, uh, because the secretary of state is an appointee position of the governor. And that's the an executive branch. So when you're secretary of state, well, yeah, but in a in a lot of states, and I think it's that way in Pennsylvania. No, no, the Secretary of State's a voted position. Do you vote on that? that? I, I even in, even in Oregon, we vote on that here. Um, yeah, that's right. And so the the uh, I, I'm sorry, I've given disinformation. I will give myself forty lashings. I have. I promise never to do that on this show. <laughs> You've been debunked. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've been debunked and banned from podcasting for for until next week. <laughs> <laughs> I have to to take my obligatory week off and think about what I've done. Think about um, it. Stare in the corner. Kamala yeah. Harris will be there to discipline you later. I thought so. I knew she would. That's eventually. I mean, it happens. This is how it works. Yeah. She's a strong and powerful Womexan. <laughs> well, uh, uh, oh, God. Yeah. I can't even. I don't even know. She's so many races. 
She just she can identify She's, as whatever she wants. It's it's yeah. amazing. It's the the perpetual morphing victim, mighty morphin victim rangers. But we know that the uh, that that's that that there's definitely evidence that to, uh, that supports. And now at least some of the legal opinions in the state are stacking up. This is the second judge to do this to stop things at a state level instead of having and deal with this at a state level instead of having to advance to to Supreme Court. And trust me. They they want to try to squash this to the state level because because Alito's waiting for you. Yes, Alito, Alito is waiting for you, and he knows that you fucked up. He told you how to to quarantine your votes and separate them, and and make sure that they didn't get commingled, intermixed. And now this guy's sitting there, and he's absorbing all of these legal arguments, and he's reading all of these cases, and he's watching all the news, and he knows exactly what happened in PA, and he's waiting for it to come across his desk, and he's going to remember the fact that you defied his orders and cheated him. The the the, the highest justice in your is circuit and uh really you know one of the most uh, prestigious justices in the land so uh they're they're praying that they can rein this in and manipulate it at a legal level at a state level because you know and judges so really, this could all kind of be we got to watch out for that judges really like being told to fuck off like they really <laughs> they really enjoy that I, I don't know if you know this about judges like but before they like make that decision to become a judge they sit there and they really think they're like man I really like it when when my uh, the the people that are under me tell me to pound sand. It's just a really good. Oh no, feeling. you know what? And then you just they really like it when you tell them take off that dress and sentence me like a man. Yeah, they love it. They <laughs> fucking love it's it. Another one of their favorite lines. <laughs> That's like I, I'm surprised it wasn't like I'm surprised they pushed back against him so far or, or so hard when it's like man, at least pretend to go with it. Yeah. It was just blatant. Uh, it was it was a very odd uh, choice if you're really trying to stay in the good graces of the guy deciding your future. But hey, you know, um, we will see the wrath of Alito. I hope. Uh, I hope very soon. I would love but, to see the wrath. Of Alito. But yeah, that specific judge said that they're uh, the case that they're bringing against the certification is basically a lawsuit that uh, that talks that alleges the unconstitutionality of the state ballot rules, saying that. Uh, they're likely to succeed on their own merits based right now without having to have any additional case. Uh, what would I say? Caseload or um, evidence brought forward. So if you brought such a strong case that this judge is saying, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is uh, going to go ahead and overturn Pennsylvania all by itself. That's uh that's going to, and that again, that just sets a precedent to pursue more claims of fraud. If you think, well, that's only this many votes and that's probably not enough, or it's just like, that's just enough to get Trump over the line and Biden will mm. sue him and win. And here's all that matters. People cheated for him. That's not the way it's going to work. It opens up the door for more lawsuits from us to prove that they cheated even more. Well, and there's two direct, direct paths of victory here, right? Either neither candidate getting 270 and it goes to the house or Trump getting 270 and then Trump wins. Um, Flipping mail-in ballots to be unconstitutional will do one of two things. It will either flip the Pennsylvania election to Trump, or it will invalidate the entirety of the Pennsylvania election, which will basically help us out either way. Um, but the the thing that's so obvious about the unconstitutionality of this is the obvious, you know, the legislature decides the manner in which the electors are chosen, and they're the ones that send the, that send the electors. So in Oregon, we have mail-in voting. I'm not a fan of it. I don't like it. I would much rather vote in person. Um but we don't. That's what we have. But it was decided by the legislature over the course of, I believe it started in the 80s, and here we are now. 
Um, and it's been around forever. They do signature verification. I'm sure there's lots of corruption going on in Oregon as well, um, especially up in Portland. However, at least it was decided by the legislature and decided constitutionally, not via executive pen or Leah or, uh, or writing laws from the bench as it happened in PA. Um, if our, if our constitutional originalist Supreme court justices that are in the majority on the Supreme court, um, rule in the, in line with the constitution, Pennsylvania is going to crumble and it's going to be fun to watch. Oh, it will. And so then there was some weird, I want to get back on this. There was some weird fuckery around the, this, uh, what's happening with the GOP legislature in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden there's these couple of haters. We got haters. We got Republicans that are never Trumpers. We know this. You have these guys and I'm not sure exactly what their stances are, but Brian Cutler and uh, he is house speaker in Pennsylvania. And we got majority leader, Carrie Benninghoff. Right. And, uh, and we got, uh, Belafonte, I guess, here too. And they released a joint statement saying they're not calling anyone to chamber. And so, you know, for the 2020 sessions is basically over. We're physically unable to consider any new legislation before the end of the session. They wrote in a statement. So basically they're saying we aren't, we're Republicans. We know there's a bunch of fraud going on and we're, you know, actually a couple of the big muckety mucks here. We're the Republicans in charge of the state and everyone's going to follow us. And we aren't calling a session because we just don't even have time to consider anything that's going on right now. We just, there's just no time. And so uh, then all of a sudden, like they do that. And then a couple days later, there's this weird moment where now Pennsylvania lawmakers formally introduce resolution to dispute 2020 election results. And it's almost like uh, they know that they're not going to do anything, but they're posturing that they will. But they've already put up the blockade saying that they're not going to do anything. So now it gives them license to posture that they really want to do still, something. I, mean, I don't know I what the fuck is going this. on here. The Constitution's absolute in this, though. The legislature will choose. I'm not quoting directly, so I don't have it in front of me. But the legislature chooses the manner in which the electors are chosen. That's it. It's nothing about special sessions. It's nothing about the governor has to decide. It's the Pennsylvania legislature will decide the manner in which the electors are chosen. Just because they made state law that said that, oh, we go by the popular vote, does not mean the legislature cannot take that right back at any time. That was specifically outlined in Bush v. Gore, uh, by the way, by, I believe... I believe that was a Clarence Thomas, but I could be off on that. But I'm pretty okay. sure it's a Clarence Thomas opinion. Um, that saying, the state legislature of a state could take back that right at any time, basically. They can just do it. They don't need to go back to the people or anything. Just do it. It's their constitutional right in the United States Constitution. Not PA law 793 or whatever that decides this. It's That's not how this works. State law does not supersede. Yeah, you know, and so it it is, it's really interesting what's going on there. And I'm not sure exactly what the deal is. And so we're going to have to keep an eye on, like, there's a lot of strange news developing and a lot of it directly conflicts. And these are even sources that we go to, to get truth. And they're still conflicting with each other because I think there's, you know, frankly, there's so many lies flying that people are just at least trying to publish what people are saying and getting that documented and people are contradicting themselves and lying every day. So this looks like, you know exactly what it is, which is confusing. And so don't don't be upset 
if you're confused about what's happening in any of these states, it's kind of why we're doing a, a weekly state by just state roundup right now this this time because it it actually we were sitting here going there's we before we even started the show, you guys, we were sitting there talking and saying fuck man there's been so much it's like Sidney powell said we're collecting evidence through a fire hose you know you can't you can't take it that's a you know old saying like about drinking out of a fire hose you, you, there's just too much pressure you can't do it you'll just end up hurting yourself you know and so it's 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 so much evidence coming so fast you almost can't absorb a single drop you know it's it's really hard to do so you know i hope you're sticking with us because this is a this is a good time to digest all this stuff this way and try to put it all together at least. And Trump definitely got a lawsuit um, out and uh, about, well, Trump allies got a lawsuit out challenging the Pennsylvania election results. And they was supposed to reach the Supreme court. And I think the result of that later on was that the Supreme court refused to hear it. And so they were going to go like, Oh, we're going to kick that back down to it. And it's like, okay, fine. If you refuse to hear it, then we just get to pass you up. Go ahead or kick us back down to a lower court and they'll make a ruling. We'll come back up to you. You'll refuse us again. And then we go to the Supreme Court. Fucking go for it, dude. Well, anything that fast tracks us to the Supreme Court is way better right now than dealing with the Pennsylvania's Libcuck Supreme Court. You don't want to do that at all. And this was the big one. Whistleblower out of Pennsylvania. I drove thousands of ballots from New York to Pennsylvania. We got a trucker. And he is a Postal Service contract employee. He said he was non-political, too. And this guy, yeah, uh, he's just a regular Joe. Now, this guy's made it on Hannity. He's made it everywhere this week. This guy's on national TV doing circuits, getting interviews with everyone. He that's he's credible. He's he's a big he's a he's the big, you know, what would you call it? Like a witness that's being paraded around in public and gotten the most traction this week as far as uh, being a media darling and everybody wanting his uh, to give him 10 minutes. I'm sure he's actually making quite a bit of money with these interviews right now. All these exclusives as they call them. And so I actually listened to an interview and I'll be able to elaborate a little bit more on this than I, than I, uh, than I can with any of the articles on the website currently available. Whistleblower says that he had, he thinks about 388,000 ballots. Now this guy was driving them from New York to Pennsylvania and this guy's apolitical. He doesn't really track anything. He gets to the place in New York, a person there who tells him, Oh man, yeah, you're going to be driving ballots today. And he's like, Oh, and he said his immediate feeling was a feeling of pride. Truckers haul a lot of different loads. And I know I've talked to a lot of guys in transportation. And sometimes the more interesting loads are ones that they remember. And just like anyone that's done a lot of cool stuff, at, uh, you know, that has a job, say even if it's a cool job or if it's a fairly mundane job, you remember the moments of doing things that were notable and stood out to you. I hauled parts for a NASA, you know, spaceship that was going to act that actually went into space, man. Like it felt pretty cool. I know I'm not, I know I don't work for we NASA. Actually, I know we I actually know haul parts for SpaceX. Yeah, see, and it is. There's a pride. I know those drivers have to feel pride because you're kind of part of you're kind of part of it a little bit. You get to go, hey man, those ships that go in outer space. Yeah, you're you know, I get to tell my kids, yeah, your dad drives those drives those parts there that those people need so that they can get to outer space and you know try to learn more about the universe. Isn't that neat, kids? You know, space is the next frontier. It's it's a, it's a really cool thing. So this guy, he's sitting there thinking, hey man. I get to drive. I'm doing stuff for the election. He said, my first thought was elation. And he thought, I'm, I'm driving things. I'm driving ballots, man. I'm helping the election. That's cool. I get to be part of the 2020 election. Now, 
he ends up finding out after talking to a couple different people that these are like pre-filled ballots. And he's still kind of like he said, I just have my blinders on. I was still just happy to be like doing this thing and thinking I'm doing taking a cool load today. You don't get to do this every day. This is once every four years. And who knows if you're going to be the guy that gets to drive it. So then he's like, man, I'm crossing these different state lines. And it's like, and I'm starting to, (laughs) yeah, and I'm starting to, and he's starting to think like, what, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Why am I, what, and all these pallets are sealed with special tape and special packaging and things. And, but he actually, after talking to a couple people, they, they told him exactly what was in the load. Cause that's what, in case none of you have ever been in transportation, when a, when a trucker pulls up to a site, often there's load time. There's a time for where uh, forklifts are going in and, all, in and out of the docks and the trucker will get out to stretch because he hasn't stretched in a while. These guys don't often, they, it, it, sometimes they don't talk to anyone for big chunks of time while they're on the road. So when they get out of the truck and they're doing their stretch, they'll hang off the side of your forklift and try to chat you up the whole time that you're loading their rig, you know, because they really want to have some human interaction. So he did. He's talking to these guys and he got the lowdown that uh, that these ballots were like pre-filled ballots headed from New York to Pennsylvania. It doesn't make any sense. Well, he drops the load. And then he contacts his, uh, they refuse to give him any paperwork for the load. They refuse to basically give him anything. And he's like, hey, man, I'm an independent contractor. I get paid through this freight broker here. And you guys need to provide that paperwork to me so I can give it to him so they can do the billing because I don't have my own billing department. And, you know, you guys, and this is how I get paid. He's like, so they refuse to give me any paperwork for my load, any verification that he brought that load there. They don't want the paper trail. So he ends up, uh, and this is, the part of the interview where I'm listening to him talk, and this was a Hannity interview and uh, it, it was on the radio and he was uh, talking to him and he's like, you know, then I end up getting in touch with my freight broker. I'm saying, Hey, this is really weird. What's going on with this? You know, I'm not exactly sure. And he's like, Oh, don't worry. We'll figure it out. We'll sort you out. We'll get paid. And he said, frankly, he's like, is this is as far as I can take the story right about now. He said, there's a lot more evidence and there's a lot more I have to say about what happens next in this story, i.e. verification of evidence and chain of custody. Right. Yes. He could verify all that with his GPS, which I think they did because they brought that up in the show and they did. And they can verify it through paperwork, through billing, through. Yeah. So they know. And through his witness testimony, where these ballots went and what they probably and exactly probably how they got damn near how they got distributed and where they got counted at. They probably have a pretty good idea. And so this dude is uh, he's, he's a really good, credible witness. And this story came out of Pennsylvania. And just that's just one guy with who came forward. And he basically said, man, I've after I realized what happened, he's like, I'm not gonna be able to live with myself. He's like, I don't like trump i don't like biden i don't like anybody he's like i don't even vote you know it's not that's not what i don't care about this stuff he's like but this is wrong you know i know this is wrong and he said so people are coming out threatening to kill me people are coming out thanking me for doing this he's like it's just been a really crazy time and you could tell this guy doesn't you know he's he's just coming forward because he thinks it's the right thing to do so it's been a really interesting story developing with him and the stuff that he said he's not allowed to talk about now because it's all actually about to get exposed in the courtroom is going to be very damning because Trump tweeted around the same time that this was brewing in the background before it went public. Trump dropped that big tweet about uh, a new uh, evidence of major fraud in, in, in PA. And I think they already have linked all this together and now they're releasing him to speak to the media about it a little bit and kind of, you know, get people. Yeah, well, basically, the more truth you spread, the more people feel confident to come out. That's why the guys like him are coming out. It's because other people are already doing it. Yeah, that's the strategy. Get enough other whistleblowers, get enough um, 
get enough publicity going on. And then more and more, I mean, we're already seeing that. I think I've read something that Rudy now is over 5,000 sworn affidavits. Yeah. And I also, that the other one that came out alongside of him, another credible witness with a USPS. uh, I think this might've been a postal worker. I don't know if he was a postal contractor or a postal worker, but this guy um, was basically his supervisor was telling him to deliver a hundred thousand ballots that were collected on November 4th to the postal supervisor's office and branch for the specific purpose of being backdated to November 2nd. And so he's like, Oh yeah, I confirmed. I had the load. I dropped it off. I talked to people while I was there. Everybody said, this is what we're doing. Um, I, this is what the instructions I got to do. Like this is a hundred thousand ballots. I was just told, take this to the post office. So that's a, again, categories of fraud folks categories of now the usps is its whole own category of fraud that's still largely overlooked even though we've had like four highly credible whistleblowers come out you know maybe more than that but i can think of four i i some it's something like that i mean they had that the first guy that came out with veritas that got immediately had the uh, fed questioning them and trying to get him to sign stuff and pressuring them and putting the screws into them these these people are scared they're scared that they're getting exposed. Uh, and the last for Pennsylvania is today, which is the Thomas More Legal Society, otherwise, uh, you know, de- uh, known as the Amistad group there, the project or whatever. These guys, uh, they have filed another lawsuit and uh, against specifically ordering Governor Wolf to retract certification of the Pennsylvania results. Now, this is obviously some kind of trap. This is a legal trap. When you do that and you target a specific person to do a specific thing and they don't do it, it's because you're allowing them to incriminate themselves for a later lawsuit that you're going to file next. So <laughs> be, let's keep yeah. an eye on that. That's going to be a good one. Yep. Trap is set. Oh, yeah, Definitely. All right, now Wisconsin, way less news out of Wisconsin this week, but still some good news out of Wisconsin this week. And we all know that the Wisconsin recount hasn't been about finding uh, mistakes in the count. It's been about finding people who have voted. It it is about trying to find people who have voted illegally. And, you know, the case is going to be brought out after the recount is over. And they think they found a lot of illegal votes so far just on as of Monday or Tuesday of last week that was coming out of Wisconsin. There was new video evidence of voter fraud coming out of Wisconsin that was pretty interesting. And so they were more like statistical evidence of the exact flip moments, the revealing that the Dominion machines, you know, got uh, were flipping votes in massive chunks for Biden every single time for Biden. And the Trump campaign filed a suit in Wisconsin this week over 221,000 specific ballots. And uh, these ballots, basically, uh, they they were of a specific type of offense. And it I was forget the, exactly yeah. what it was. Oh, I, I, yeah, this is all the indefinite confinement stuff. So what this is supposed to be is if yeah. you are indefinitely confined, it means you are sick, you are super vulnerable. Like this is pre pre Shanghai shivers, China virus. Um, you are sick. You are very vulnerable. You are immobile. You are assisted living. You are extremely old. Um, something to that effect. You are you are indefinitely confined to your house, regardless of a pandemic. And so what they're saying is, everybody is now claiming themselves as uh, forced to stay in their house, and they can't come out of their house. And that's why they have to have this special type of absentee voting that usually requires multi- like a signature verification and an address verification and all these verification steps that make the absentee voting, uh, excuse me, absentee voting secure, um, were not performed 
at all on these, whatever it was, 221,000 some odd uh, ballots. Um, it's just abusing, uh, again, abusing their uh, ability to incite fear with COVID to say like, oh, because of COVID, we've got to do all these rules and do all these changes and all these unlegislative processes. Um, it's just, it's the same retired playbook they've been using in every other state, only uh, on a more massive scale because they have this uh, indefinitely confined uh, mechanic to abuse. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And so the, the other news, uh, the next news up out of Wisconsin was that the uh, they sued the governor for basically the same reason as they've been suing some of the other governors is that these guys are, uh, you know, basically trying to a you, you know, they're all trying to run their own little countries. Look at how they're acting with the with the uh, pandemic, scamdemic, COVID hoax lockdowns. So they're trying to do the same thing with the election, try to make rules up at the last minute and change everything for the favor of Joe Biden. And so uh, without going to the legislature like they're supposed to. And so that's a really solid lawsuit. However, of course, they all got <laughs> uh, they've all got these lib cuck Supreme Court judges that keep siding against conservatives. And in a four uh, three uh, scenario, the uh, Wisconsin Supreme Court has, has uh, tried to strike down another Trump lawsuit. And that's that's all that, that really doesn't matter. Um, because all roads lead to to the Supreme to the real Supreme Court, not the uh, Libcuck Supreme Courts in these states. And but even that shows pretty it's pretty derisive. That's a four three. I mean, you've got a fairly liberal Supreme Court that was actually split on that. So uh, I think we know I think we know where Wisconsin's headed. And and when we get better news out of there next week, hopefully uh, we'll 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 see. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll see what the story is then. Arizona, there was big moves in Arizona this week. The state legislature was, uh, they were going to hold the hearing on Monday, and they did. And there was a lot of good uh, fraud evidence that came out on Monday. And a bunch of, uh, Rudy Giuliani showed up, and he was in top form. I think he started out a little rusty, but he's getting better and better. The guy's like back in the saddle of litigation. You know, I think he hadn't done it, and they said <laughs> like 20 or 30-something years when he started this. And and he was. He was a little st- stumbly, but now, I mean, the guy's charismatic. He's dropping bombs all over the place. He's laughing these people out of the room, and he's um, cutting right through everything and making a lot of sense. He's getting more comfortable, you know, and it's it's really nice to see him back in the swing. Uh, there was a great uh, statistical anal- uh, analysis brought forward, and it was so good. It was brought forward uh, by this uh, witness, Bobby Pitton, during his testimony in Arizona. And did you see Twitter suspended him before the yeah, hearing before, was even over? Yeah, before, like during his testimony, they suspended yeah. him. It's literally, <laughs> it's literally like there's a, a, a man child sitting there at Twitter HQ who is looking and watching the testimony. He's going, no, you're banned. You're banned. Like he, he hadn't even tweeted anything. Literally nothing he had said was on his Twitter account. I mean, he had like a couple things about it, but nothing like objectively evil, even according to Twitter standards. It was literally, you are testifying. I disagree with you. You are now banned. That's uh, uh, wrong thing. Thought police got you, man. I mean, yeah. That, that's so crazy. I, oh, uh, uh, we had a, yeah. uh, so we're going to see, you know, the, the tech is, uh, you know, the idea is don't let any of this get out. If something does go viral, turn the faucet off on that shit real quick. Get it shut down so that then you can get ahead of it and you can go. Um, if anybody starts trying to post it, you can fact check it with your independent fact checkers. Right. 
which is some company that you bought out that you now hire to be your own private fact checking service for, for, your, for your fucking fraud social media fucking scam little thing you're running over there, you know, trying to destroy the lives of us and everybody, uh, everybody in America. You know? And so we'll see, we'll see how that works out. But I'm, I'm curious. I, his testimony was great. He's a, he's excellent uh, statistical analysis, bringing together all of the information. And I, I would call it like forensic statistical analysis, because let's face it, this is all based on actual evidence. They come up with um, uh, percentages based on everything that we already know. So it isn't like, I think this happened. It's like, no, we know these, these frauds happen. So we can say if this, that this, I, I can take a look at, uh, what would I say? The last 400 cases of fraud I've reviewed and I can go, wow, I just reviewed 400 cases of fraud, all of which had some merit, all of which touched on different categories of fraud. And I can say, based on what I've seen, because I've looked at so much of it now, I can make a greater statistical estimate of how much fraud happens statewide. So would these people think the statistics is just made up? And, and it's like, no, this is they're just coming up with a, with a larger number based on hundreds and then sometimes thousands of cases that they've already reviewed. So it's pretty easy for them to come up with numbers. You aren't doing anything except for going on Facebook and fucking getting lied to and then going debunked. And then, you know, you're saying that's evidence. You're saying the word just because you use the word debunked, it's evidence. You, I mean, you're, you're, you know, idiot cousin that's never had a job in his entire life and is sitting around with his fucking Obama phone, scratching his nuts, uh, acting like he knows everything. You, you know, if he just said debunked, you would, you would uh, basically start. You know, what are you going to do right, when uh, when somebody runs when OAN runs a credible story from an actual witness? You're going to be like, well, my cousin, the loser, said it's debunked, so I've got my source and you've got yours. We'll see what happens. I don't care. Does anybody actually still have an Obama phone? Is that still a thing? I think that the uh, funding was never actually, and this is this is the last thing I heard was I thought that that funding had come and gone for that. I'm but they said that, that there was later. actually a funding stream for what they yeah. called a subsidization of cellular oh, service. Yep. So everybody can get still. Them. I think it's still there. I think the funding's still there, and I think it was set aside from his um, bogus American Recovery and Reinvestment Act, which was you know which was a giant fucking pork pork filled, you know, bunch of stimulus that had a bunch of sham money in it that still, there are tons of federal dollars that are still specifically allocated and have sunset dates, you know, like there's a sunset clause yeah, yeah. to some of the federal dollars where they get, they can no longer be allocated after seven years, you know, but you can dip into the pool as much as you can. And there are professionals that figure out how to unlock these, you know, grants and these funding streams and they by starting nonprofits for a specific cause that aligns with some funding that is basically not completely being you know um cannibalized by a bigger fish and so like meant the mental health epidemic you know boom uh, uh all those dollars that are going toward funding all these new what would you call it recovery homes and all that stuff uh, and these giant buildings that are all about mental health care and all this stuff all these guys the new what would you call it 
like in the fifties, they had the sanitariums and then, you know, we kind of went to more like, uh, you know, some of those were privately managed and some of them were state managed. Then you went to more state ran mental hospitals, uh, Reagan defunded some of that stuff because it was being used against the public as much as it was being used to help the public. And, uh, and then, you know, a lot of these people became homeless and now the, so the pendulum swings is my point and the pendulum swings to overfunding and then government overreach and government trying to basically, you know, nationalize, create an industry out of something like this. When there's no, you don't manufacture anything. You don't provide a service or a good, really. It's all kind of fucking intangible. And face it, if you're the government, you don't do a good job at anything. You can't even deliver fucking mail. So what makes me think you're going to fix my brain? Yeah, you're, you're crazy. I'm not going there. And now we're back into the refunding stage. So now that they're well, Reagan deconstructed the mental health industry and we need this in America. And now it's, it's insane. The American Reincovery and Reinvestment Act opened up massive billions and billions in funding for all these people to access. If they're just basically saying, I'm willing to take care of a bunch of homeless people, give me millions and millions of dollars and they're getting rich. They're buying assets and they're actually owning. So it's like a private public partnership is what it ultimately ends up being. These companies get millions and millions and millions of dollars to build these facilities, which they aren't state ran. They're privately owned and privately held by these companies. And when the funding finally goes away, those liquidate all their assets, sell them all off and then get rich liquidating. You know, and, and it's 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 just a temporary revenue stream scam that if you're smart enough and you're if you're like a lawyer and a CEO and like, you know, some other kind of like big wig business guy and a money guy, like you can all get together and and uh, you know how to uh, navigate the bureaucracy to unlock the funding. Interesting. So, we, yeah, yeah, the we had another governor turn into a dun 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 conservative and he uh, governor Ducey of arizona told everybody back in july that he changed his ringtone to hail the chief so he would never miss a call from president trump or vice president pence and guess who called while Ducey was certifying arizona's election literally why he was signing while he's like. signing and he picks up the phone, pulls it out of his pocket and silences it as it's playing hail to the chief. Like he could, it's like literally taking the symbolism of all that is great in America and just throwing it in a garbage can and like just whistling and walking down the street, man, as you basically sign us up to, to you know, like you're signing up uh, us up to be nuked by China tomorrow or something. Yeah. It's just cr- because they'll evacuate you and your family and you don't care about anyone else. You know, like, what kind of dirty deal does that guy have in the background to have turned all the dirty deals? I mean, it's, it, 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 it's to be, he's blackmailed his body language, the way he acts, the way he tries to defend his actions. Uh, uh, Deucey's black. They got something on him. He's either touching kids or cheating on his wife or something. There's yeah. a, and, that's, and that's all it takes. Him. Let's face it. Cause you know, it, 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 people think it's all Epstein this, and it's like, it doesn't have to be that big. If, if they even have you texting to, uh, to flirting with another woman beside your wife, that's going to ruin your life and your political career. That's enough. Even text messages are enough. It isn't conspiratorial to believe that we all know the Patriot Act allowed them to access and track everything that we do all the time. You don't think some deep state NSA people send like, you know, just like imagine if you're a lib 
and you get in charge of one of these, you know, what are the, what did you call it? These like Twitter councils, these councils of people that get to control others, even on social media. Look at how they abuse their power. You know how many libs are in the government that have access to your text messages and your information, and you don't think they don't know how to get a VPN put on? Yeah, P, you know, put up a VPN. Go ahead and log on. Go ahead and set up an account and go ahead and start sending you anonymous messages telling you what they know about you. And that if you don't cooperate, I mean, it, it, it isn't like it isn't like some movie where you got where it's a it's big deal and it's all conspiratorial and this is a rogue agent. These are just people that are willing to do this stuff because it's done. It's it's done over trivial things. It's done over nothing. You think they wouldn't do this to fucking stop the the most orange the most baddest orange man that ever lived? I'm not sure I follow you, but all right, I'm with you. No, I'm just what I'm just saying is like I think you're right. I think he's been gotten to, okay. and I think people okay. want to say every time you say someone's gotten to that you're a conspiracy theorist. And I think it's not conspiratorial at all to say that some leftist punk is like using their their you know their access their uh, uh, to information that they have like let's say the nsa you know database mm-hmm. of cell phone usage uh to go ahead and harass you Interesting. and, and yeah, do exactly what you said and just say yeah i know that you've you know looks to me like you you know the you've chain, got some anthony weiner you got little yeah, anthony weiner photos yeah. oh that's yeah thanks for that image i remember those those are that's I mean, if great. your last name's Wiener, don't send what, people we, pictures yeah, of your of your dingus. Also, just don't run for, don't be in politics, man. Like, no, come on. Do you are you? Yeah, that's like the biggest overcompensation move you can ever make. My last name's Wiener, and I want to be famous. <laughs> no, it's it's, not, just, it's a big mistake. Big mistake. Just just go be something small. You know, open up a restaurant or something. You know, be, be big in that way. Nobody has to know your name. Just your restaurant, or uh, you probably name it after yourself. Come to Wieners. <laughs> <laughs> we got the best we got the best wieners in texas yep. <laughs> we got a national chain of wiener stands chain yeah. of wieners wieners for all you get um so the next big pieces out of arizona were the provisional ballot clerk this is a really official source um she's and she's speaking out as a witness the state directed me to allow people to vote who were not registered to vote in Arizona and had moved out of the state. She was told to do this. And so uh, that's, that's out. Arizona state rep issues a call to withhold the state's electoral college votes to Joe Biden due to significant evidence of fraud. So all these stories are coming out right after that piece of shit governor tries to sign off on the whole thing. I mean, these people just keep signing on to the criminality of the whole thing. And it's great. They're really actually signing. It's almost like, it's like, ah, you know, I committed a misdemeanor, but I really want people, if this really blows up in my face, I want it to be a felony. I'm going to sign on to this. (laughs) You know, you should start backpedaling right now, dude. You really should. But that's why Sidney Powell keeps saying like, hey, governor, be real careful on what you certify. I really wouldn't, wouldn't recommend certifying until you do a forensic audit. Hey, probably don't want to certify until you do an audit. Hey, guys. Hey, hey. by the way, do an audit. Oh, you're going to certify it anyway. Okay, that's fine, but I warned you. Yeah. And it's going to be an I told you so moment from uh, Sydney Powell and King. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And and so we also have uh, the GOP chair, uh, Maricopa GOP chairwoman, Trump ballots defaulted and switched to Biden 
votes on the Dominion system. And I think she said she saw it with her own eyes. Might have even been the word. She said, I observed with my Democrat partner the preparation of a new ballot since the original one was soiled or wouldn't go through the tabulators. I read her a Trump Republican ballot. And as soon as she entered it into the system, the ballot defaulted on the screen to a Biden Democrat ballot. It's it's like idiocracy, man. I mean, that's like a Simpsons episode. It's that's insane, dude. Yeah, that's uh, it's, it's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, and she remarked that when she reported the issue to the election supervisors and uh, others in the room also commented and said that they had witnessed the same manipulation. And uh, they basically, you know, told her just fuck off. You know, that's, that's just, uh, yeah, that's not your that's not your concern. Kind of a kind of an attitude. And in Arizona, this was a great thing. We got to audit. And this is they were hoping. I mean, think about how many millions of votes we're talking about. And they give you a hundred. So we won this ability to audit a hundred votes. And if you can find irregularities in a hundred votes, then you can increase your audit. <laughs> I can't so believe they gave them a sample where they could find anything. I was worried when I saw the, the when they were first like, hey, you get a hundred. It's like, okay, great, that's fine. But who's gonna pick the hundred? Who's gonna get the yeah. pick? No, that's it's, what, it's it's so easy to pick out a hundred votes that are legit Biden votes. They are out there. I know. I mean, I'm not a Biden guy. I don't think anybody should vote for him, but I know there's a hundred people in Arizona that did. Yeah. Why didn't you find some of those? Cause 3%, three out of the hundred came back and guess how many that counts for statewide 90,000. If that yeah. <laughs> no more than 90,000 we need for a victory. Oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's, more than the, that's, that would put yeah. us not more than ninety thousand in the positive for victory. That's right. Yeah, that if was you the extrapolate math. if you extrapolate that out, and so basically, I think what that status is of that one is now essentially is um, they get a larger batch next. Like uh, I, I think it was over a thousand. I want to say fifteen hundred, but I could be off on that. So yeah, that's I mean Arizona. That's so much crazy big news. Arizona's got some of the biggest news this week. That's that's I mean that that the level of like what they found vis a vis fraud in Arizona is that's the kind of stuff that you're going to start seeing more and more in other states too. Just like really irrefutable um, uh, stuff and and like what well, we went over in Georgia now with the forensic audit of the of the Dominion voting machine that they were able to get their hands on five point five percent. It's just going to get worse. It's just going to get worse from here. And uh, we're looking. We are looking so good. More Nevada vote theft. The vote theft. We're moving to Nevada. This is this is a big one because we're getting to the end of the line here. This is the last state that we're going to go over in detail. And there's really not a lot to go over here. So hang with us. Uh, this investigation found over 13,000 voters in registration who revealed no sex or date or birth. Now, that sounds like a small amount, but the investigation would have been over a much smaller amount. They didn't say that that is an investigation of all of the votes in Nevada. That's just an tabulation of a small amount of the votes in Nevada. You extrapolate that over over the entire population, you're going to have a lot. And remember, Wait, are you, are that's you one statistics. But, but statistics aren't evidence. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't use that. Like no. And so, and then we got a win from a judge in Nevada. A judge ordered inspection of voting machines. That happened. So that happened earlier this week, and that was a that's a good one. And the uh, actually, they're trying to um, subpoena one of the Clark County registrars, uh, Joe Gloria. He's he's this total piece of shit, you know, masker that uh, is out there trying to lie right away. He was on the stage, like talking about how, 
how much integrity he had in his, you know, his, in the election process that he observed. And he just knew this guy just looked like a total lying piece of shit. And he's uh, been dodging a subpoena service <laughs> that the Trump campaign is hired to chase him down. And he refuses to come out of his house. And he's like leaving through neighbors' yards and getting rides in other people's cars and stuff. <laughs> and he just refuses to be subpoenaed. Sounds like he's got nothing to hide, right? <laughs> That's awesome. I know. It's so good. Uh, Nevada Republican elector suing the state uh, uh, to be certified for Trump. Not not to stop a certification. He's saying, fuck you. I'm suing you to force you. You you will make this for Trump because that's how much I know uh, why uh, oh, that there was uh, corruption in this in this uh, in this state. And he's not backing down. And, uh, you know, he basically said that there's a bunch of substantial irregularities, improprieties, fraud. Um, he knows that, you know, uh, uh, just there's just one batch of 40,000 of a specific type of fraud. Uh, and I forget exactly what that was, that 40,000. But that was a, that was a couple weeks ago. They talked about this batch of 40,000 they could prove were all bullshit and uh, that were that need to be tainted and thrown out. He's talking about the Native Americans that were all like a bunch of people, a bunch of act blue money, basically a bunch of your burn loot murder activist money that got remember when you went to donate to your burn loot murder cause and you went to the website and you click donate and it took you to this funny thing called act blue well guess what that was a funnel site for nancy pelosi and the friend the rest of the democrats to start trying to fund their election theft right by hiring dominion people and giving kickbacks and part of what they used that money for was they took all your black power money and they gave they bought native americans ipads and cigarettes and booze so that they, so they were literally they were buying these people's tobacco and alcohol to try to convince them to come to town and vote for biden and they did and they did and it's a bunch of people that can prove it and so uh yeah that that came out in nevada and uh you know because why wouldn't you if you're the state of uh that's all about you know hookers and gambling and and uh doing stuff you know kind of the, the your own way you know you're probably uh, you, you don't have the, the best the most the most pristine reputation you know and stand-up uh, guy just yeah uh, they also found 100,000 in the, and this is all in the last couple days. Uh, they got uh, 1,500 dead voters, uh, 42,248 multiple time voters. I'm sure the multiple time voters, those are just voters. So you need to double that. That's 80,000. That's over 80,000 votes. It's about 85,000 votes. And guess what those are? Biden votes. I guarantee you the 42,000 voters that voted multiple times did not vote for Trump. They voted for 85. That's 85,000. That's it. So even that one right there. Oh, wait, they found 100,000 forged ballots in Nevada. That happened this week, too. So 100,000 USPS witness to the obstruction of the flawed machine. And that's where well, the guy I talked about a little bit earlier that came out at the same time. And I think the Amistad project is like pushing him forward with the truck driver that drove the 388,000 uh, ballots. This guy's the guy. That uh, that found that was talking about the forging and the backdating of the hundred thousand uh, balance uh, balance, and he's got an interesting story. He hasn't gotten as much airtime as the trucker, maybe just because his, his number's smaller. But uh, he's got he's he's legit. And uh, they also had a testimony uh, uh, from coming out of Nevada where of uh, about voting machine USB drives had totals altered overnight. They knew they had. 
the data from what the specific drives were the day before. And a witness is, is testifying saying that he knows, he knows what those totals are. And I'll bet he submitted that evidence. I'll bet it's there. And uh, we just haven't seen it because they're saving that for court for court. And uh, he saw that they were all altered the next day illegally and including roughly 40,000 voters who alleged to, uh, that was who alleged to vote twice. The campaign is also arguing that the signatures on more than 130,000 ballots were verified solely by a machine in the uh, contravention of Nevada's election law. So, I mean, Nevada falling apart at the seams, man. It's then I so I, that that really covers Nevada, and that kind of gets us to our state roundup of uh, our our state by state play by play of fraud this week <laughs> this week's fraud <laughs> in the american election so if you can isn't that doesn't that sound like we've been talking about this for so long now this evening i swear to god to me that sounds like eight years worth of fraud i can't uh, believe we're talking insane. about one week i i, I knew we were going to have fraud discussions after the uh after the election i mean we both everybody knew that it was going to be coming up i did not think it would be this many states i did not think it would be this rampant i did not think it would be this obvious and I did not think the left would deny it as vehemently as they are denying it now. Um, where I'm even now hearing uh, uh, like liberals I know, like moderate liberals I know, saying like, oh, yeah, that was stolen. That, that was, yeah, Biden stole that election. That was insane. Um, and even like what I would call uninformed conservatives, people who will vote conservatively um, uh, but don't really follow a lot of it, still saying like, oh, yeah, man, I'm seeing this on Facebook. I'm seeing this on Twitter. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing the evidence everywhere. I'm seeing it myself. Um, yeah, Biden sold his elections. It's crazy. The the sad thing is, a lot of those people also don't think we're going to win this in the end, um, and they think it's over because well, the, the media said that it's over, and you know you can't you can't flip it back. It's like man, there's constitutional processes for this. There's a lot of pissed off Supreme Court justices they got to go through, and uh, you know, there's more and more discussion happening from some of the um, some of the less conservative members of the GOP Senate who are talking about essentially challenging the electoral votes of a lot of these states and thus invalidating them. And you know who the person is who decides if those electoral votes are valid? It's Mr. Mike Pence, the president of the Senate. Um, so I, we could either have a contingent election or we could have Trump getting to 270. Either way, it says it look like Trump's going to continue to remain in office after January uh, 20th. Which is great. That's really all I care about at the end of all this shit. Well, yeah, you know, it, it, to speak to what you're talking about with the people and that attitude of defeatism, even on our side, and the people that think that they're getting it, that they're winning on the other side, even though they know it's been stolen and everybody knows it. It's it, it is it goes back to that thing. I think we talked on this. Uh, talked about this a little bit last week about the artificial echo chamber, and you are. Social media and MSM are trying to put you in an artificial echo chamber. They want you to believe that you're hollering into an empty room and all you're hearing back is you, maybe the opinions of a couple other people that think like you and that you're really losing and that everyone you know is just fucking against you, that there's no way you can win. And the only couple people out there that don't want to wear a mask and the only couple people out there that think that Trump's our real president and Biden won, like you think that you, you really think that, and I'm going to say, I think we won by the popular vote by eight to 10 million. I think the theft isn't in the tens of thousands. The theft isn't in the hundreds of thousands. I think the theft is in the millions and millions, possibly over 10 million. And I think 
that uh, there's a lot of us out there. But it's 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 so interesting how the algorithms are are at play and fully turned up past ten. The algorithms are t- they're they're operating at like level eighteen. You know they're beyond the scale trying well, to keeps suppress breaking. you. Yeah, like, like you'll see it you'll see it happen on Twitter. You'll see it happen on Facebook where it'll just break for a bit and some of the algorithm will go away and you can see everything and then it'll correct itself and fix itself. They they can't hold it together. Um, no, and it, it is. It's it, it's the goal is to is to put you in an artificial echo chamber where you think you're alone. And do not believe that. No one out there should believe that you're fucking winning. And it's frankly, if you come to websites like ours, and uh, there are other websites like ours out there. There's a, a and and you go to the Donald. The Donald's different than ours. It's a fantastic news source, but it's more a community. You know, the Donald is where it's it's a over. They they did break five hundred. They're the top. Oh yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're the top like five hundred traffic day. sites, of, and and they're headed to three hundred. They're going to pass up a lot of major websites here really quick. And if you want to have your spirits uplifted, and you want to laugh a little bit, you want to have a good time, and you want to realize that you're winning, go to the places where the truth is being spread, and with a community of like minded people that are just and uh, that aren't just repeating stupid shit to each other there uh de- if, if you're on the donald and you're spreading bullshit you will be disproved by your peers they will go now nah, you're full of shit buddy i know you think you're onto something but trust me you're way off topic look over here here check out these links check out this man oh yeah now, now you know let me turn you on to some of the good stuff and these guys aren't there to crap on you they're there to help educate you and build you up and make you a more informed citizen because being a more informed citizen makes you more valuable to the to the uh, preservation of the republic, and that's what we all want. Nobody's trying to tear each other down there. Everybody's trying to build each other up, man. And it's a that's a community where you go and you spend enough time when you're a little bit down and you realize you're not in an echo chamber. The echo chamber is in the ghettos of the internet. The, you know, the internet's you know you got billion you got you could make a you could make trillions and trillions of web addresses. It's, the options are literally endless, and everybody goes five fucking places. You're in a self-imposed thought prison if you're going to these places. Fucking stop. Yeah. It's uh it's a scary place, man. And the gaslighting is reaching it's reaching insane mode. I mean, I'm even feeling myself get gaslit a little bit because of how insane it is. I, I you poke your head up out of um out of our sphere for a little bit, and it's uh it's crazy out there. I mean, what's what's funny, too, is that so many people have abandoned places like Fox because they're starting to see through the lies that now uh, MSNBC has more viewers than Fox. And all those oh. Fox members are going to One American News, Newsmax, um, or others. I, there's not I think there's an America but, First or something. There's a yeah, couple I've other. Heard it. There's a couple others that pop, pop around in there. Um, yeah. There's a third I was just checking out that was really good. I can't think of the name off the top of my head now, but there, there's a few out there that are uh, that are holding the fight and staying strong, which is good. But uh, now people are starting to see through it. People are starting to wake up. Whether it's the election, whether it's the coronavirus, whether it's the uh, whether it's the Great Reset, I, I'm hearing people now in in the normal world uh, starting to talk about the Great Reset and some of these this weird talk about vaccines, this weird talk. Lori Lightfoot saying we need to educate people to compliance. When we when talking about uh, mandatory vaccines in, in her city, and it's I, I don't know how these people keep getting away with it. I don't know how these people are still falling for it. I know that there's a lot of people that are just brainwashed and gaslit into literally thinking against their own self interest. Um, 
but the level of brainwashing that some of these people are, are being indoctrinated other is 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 scary um and i've never seen anything quite like it uh, especially this year is just over the top it's insane it is, you know, and so it's it's a, next week. There's going to be even more. Just keep getting ready. You know, we got big dates coming up, and uh, there's big th- there's big things in motion. So I would say, I would and say the eighth is in. the safe harbor date for a lot of these. For I think the nation, for like the states, have to declare which way their electoral votes are going to go next week. Which is still kind of a uh, you know, which still is still a just another still formality. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still the still that matters is what the 18th, I believe. But get re- you, but to, you're right to speak to the gravity of that, the level of propaganda that's going to get turned up. If you're already hearing President elect Biden nonstop on every fucking, you know, on every news broadcast and every radio you know, interlude. Um, we have a local radio station that I like that's conservative, but they use Fox News for their quick news breaks in between. And I swear, I you am so disgusted, you know. I stopped oh, listening. I, 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 I haven't st- turned it on. I still listen to it for, because there's a couple people that I like. You know, we had a local guy I like in the morning, and we got some of the big personalities throughout the day. And often FM, you know, on the uh, job sites, on the construction site, you know, it's uh, you know, it's easier to just tune the radio into FM than to try oh, to that's true. tune into that's something true. else because I don't get a lot of time to listen. I'm working, you know, and so I get to come in and out, and I just get to generally blast the place with conservative news. And anyone who's in my work areas, that's what I'm listening to is conservative news. And also, people will leave because a lot of the guys want to listen to you know but butt rock or whatever rap music or they want to go listen to stuff like that and, and uh nobody wants to be around my stereo because it's how could you listen to that shit all day it's like you know yeah it's i just keeps it keeps you away and i uh and I, I keep my ear on the lies and i keep my ears open for the truth too so i'm listening to it all but for, for those of you that are tired as tired as me and Nick obviously are of hearing this president like Biden bullshit, get ready for spoonfuls of that garbage to start getting crammed down your throat starting next week. Cause that's what it's going to be. This little ceremonial declaration, which is nothing legally binding whatsoever is going to be heralded as the, the true transitional moment that this country chose peace over orange man, bad. Yep. You know, when it's still not over. And, and it's, I mean, it's not over till the 20th really at this point. I mean, it's the gaslighting will continue until morale improves, I guess. I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, it, yeah, it, it's getting disgusting. It's getting ridiculous. And the fact too, that they're doing this crap in, um, in places like California, New York, they're going to these extreme totalitarian lockdowns because people are starting to figure it out. Uh, you notice that they're using these lockdowns as a punishment for undercover, uh, uncovering voter fraud. They're uh, especially over in California. Every time a new voter fraud story comes out, Governor Newsom says, "Oh, we're going to go a little bit further lockdown." Or, "Oh, now in LA County, California, you can't even leave your house to walk the dog, man. It's illegal. Can't walk the dog. It's legal." But yeah, you can go to the strip club. You can go to the strip club. The, the strip clubs were held up in another county for First Amendment rights, but you cannot go to church. But yes, you can go to a strip club because of the First Amendment. I don't understand. You hear about that pastor? He successfully reclassified his church as a strip club. Did he really? Yeah, Impressive. he did. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> That's a We're he's got here from the Lord today. Yep. He doesn't just have a degree from awesome. his like ecumenical studies or whatever. He's got a degree for uh, yeah in uh, in navigating fucking thick bureaucracy to make that one happen. That's that's pretty great, actually. <laughs> hey, do you know 
you gotta be smart about it. The um, I'm seeing more and more restaurants and, and bars say, "Nope, we're opening." Fuck you. Um, you have the guy in Stanton. You have the guy in. Uh, I think there was one in Oregon in Eugene. There was a gym or something of some guy uh, who said, "Nope, I'm staying open." You can't tell me what the to one do. they tried to hit with ninety thousand dollars in fines. Yeah, they just kept stacking it up, and he's like, "Nope," and he like tore it up and said, "Nope, I'm gonna stay open." Um, so he's fighting the good fight. I. I hope more and more pick up the mantle. It seemed to be there was a lot of fight back over in New York on the, um, on the, uh, what is it? Max sports pub or something. Max sports bar, Max public house, Max public house. Um, and they had a whole rally outside after the police arrested the man for trespassing in his own business. I, I don't know how that one works. I don't know if he's renting the property by leasing the property, owns the property, whatever. But how can you be trespassed from your own establishment? I don't, I don't quite understand that one. Yeah. That barbecue tyranny story. I think that one was out of Canada and they were doing the same thing. It's like, okay, so that's where we're at, huh? We're basically fucking as free as Canadians. I mean, they're already starting to turn up the shit on the vaccine. Uh, There are, I mean, really bad over in Europe already talking about your, your vaccine chip and your QR code and your, you know, we'll have a vaccine ID. So everybody knows if you took it and it's, and it's just a couple more steps to that mark of the beast, the chip implanted in your hands. So everybody knows that you complied with the government. You took your, vaccine. Oh, well you saw the, uh, the, uh, what was it? There was an organization like the, uh, God, the DHS released in, in combination with the CDC, a vaccination uh they sh- showed a picture of like a vaccination kit and your uh vaccination uh, identification card and this was a cdc release they're saying okay this is what we're doing yeah this is this was a big one and it came out within the last couple days and it would take me a uh, a second to find that one but yeah so basically the cdc said uh we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to force you to get these immunity cards to be issued to all Americans. And it's a COVID-19 vaccination record card. It has a CDC emblem on it. And it has the picture of their little logo, their thing on it. First dose, second dose. And so basically month, date, year, healthcare professional at, at or clinic site and the product name, manufacturer, number, and so our lot number and you're supposed to. And uh, so you got your patient number. And so you got this little card. The black market. And you don't need an ID insane. to vote, but you do need to vote. Uh, you do need to show me your papers to go see a movie. You know, you oh, you know, fuck ID for voting is racist. An ID for, for uh, you know, you give me your medical records to to uh, to go ahead and buy gasoline. You know, that's where that's where they want to take this. Yeah, it's. The, um, the, the, at that article, I did not get posted to the website. I'll get that I, up. I'll on find there. it. Yeah. I, I was just oh, looking I, for it. Yeah. I can't seem to find it. But, um, the, the fact that we're even talking about this is insane. The, the, that we're just saying, no, you have no bodily autonomy now. You don't get to decide. Nope. You must wear your mask. You must get the shot. You must do all these things. But man, the black market on those vaccination cards is going to be insane. I wonder oh, if yeah. that picture is what they'll actually end up looking like. I bet you they'll change it enough because people will make those up. They'll, they, they'll move it to digital as soon as possible. Yeah, because let's face it, like, you know, there is no, there's, there's, and so you're, 
any anybody that said this wasn't about the forced vaccine, you're a fucking idiot. We've been telling you all along. If you look at the the the, the uh, article links on our website, you know, often you'll see a photo. Maybe it's a funny photo. Maybe it's not. Maybe and then you have the link, and then you'll have a little blurb underneath it. And it'll be something that we wrote. And it's usually maybe a quote from the article, or sometimes it's a little bit of an extra opinion, a little extra of our own spice that we're throwing on there to let you know, you know, how we feel about the story that you're about to link out to. And often I use, if it's a COVID related, a COVID tyranny or medical tyranny related story, I end up filling up like a, the whole column with like three paragraphs worth of a rant. I just, there's nothing that gets my hackles raised more than this level of tyranny, man. I, there's a lot of a tyranny that I'm, that I, I accept that I'm, that I accept in my daily <laughs> life, but I yep. will not accept this. No way. Yeah. It's, it's going to re it's reaching a boiling point already, especially in States like ours. I mean, it's, I, I hope people start rising up even more. It's it's starting to happen. People are starting to figure it out. I am definitely getting less weird looks when I don't wear a mask, which is nice. I've noticed too, by the way, you get disturbed a lot less about wearing a mask if you have a pistol on your hip. Uh, like pro tip for the listeners at home. If you're open carrying, people don't tend to say, oh, sorry, do you need a mask? They tend to just let you walk in without <laughs> any altercation. I, I, not even You don't even have to be threatening with it. You just have to have it on your person. I just want to be very clear. I'm not be, I'm not gesturing with it. I'm not touching my pistol. I'm not doing it. You I'm aren't just, slicing the hip. pie as you go through the store. No, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just down each aisle doing the freaking yeah, pop out. You know, I'm, I'm open carrying in the same way I've done pre pandemic. And, uh, dude, I walked into Walmart. It was not disturbed at all. Not even asked. Not, that didn't even hey, ask. All right. Here's a question because, you know, we like to protect the names of small businesses because we don't want to see them victimized because that's, well, let's face it, this is about collapsing small businesses. We all know that. But I don't give a fuck about Walmart. What was the percentage of people this time? Tell me, what did you think of, of the non-mask wearers? How did it look? In it was not great. I'll be honest with you. I think they're enforcing <laughs> it a little harder. Uh, but I will say... I see a lot more people who are chin diaper who are basically like, fuck this. Or a lot of people, I see a lot more of the, um, the gator neck move and the gator neck just sits down around the neck. They don't even bring it up around their mouth unless somebody's bitching at them and then they raise it. And then they immediately lower it again. Um, kind of a good move, kind of convenient. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you or just don't wear anything and wear a gun on your hip and nobody's going to fuck with you. It's pretty nice. Actually. It works great. I highly recommend that strategy. <laughs> Yeah, my strategy is looking just beat ass fucking tired from getting the shit kicked out of me at work all day oh, and looking course. like I want to kill everybody and I'm dirty. I'm just like nasty. I'm covered in, you know, in whatever construction debris is like left on me from. And so if I go in somewhere, I just, you know, I just have a very foreboding and I'm not a foreboding physically person, people. For those of you that don't know, I'm not, I'm not physically imposing. Just look really but angry. if you look like you're a handful. If you just look like you're like a basically a bum that has nothing to lose, that's how you just walk through society like you're a psychotic homeless person that has nothing to lose. And and see, a lot of people don't even want to look at you because you, know you look offensive to them. I, we're, we're, we're almost out of time. Three minutes left. But another really fun thing to do what? is pretend. Three minutes left? Yeah. Uh, we aren't even going to get into the COVID stuff. Can we stretch it a little bit? Will you give me a little bit to do a COVID medley run through? Come on. just well, to, We're in the middle of our COVID medley. All right. Well, I didn't even get to touch on all the good stories. Give me, just give me an extra 10. Come on. Fine. The Take people want it. I, what, right. All four of them. 
Uh, well, there might be. I mean, maybe this we week. might have five. We might have five. Maybe. Yeah. We might go to five. We might. We might That'd reach a big that, deal. that halfway yeah. to double digits. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Someone other than uh, yeah, our family members. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. You do your all right. You do your COVID medley. All right, here first. we go. All right, first, we're gonna do. On. We're gonna hold do on. a medley, and then we can hit on everything. I have to Are give you, you my final piece of advice for dealing with maskers. You're gonna miss yes. this. Act as if you did not know there was a pandemic. Like you have no idea. Just go. Just take your mind. Go back to January when they start asking about why are we wearing masks? What are we doing with masks? Well, there's there's a there's a pandemic. What pandemic? What are you talking about? There's a pandemic. Just keep it going as long as you can. It really infuriates them. Yeah, I like that. Oh, it works great because they they freak out. They don't understand. I, I did I did it to set. There was some gal behind me in the ATM. You should be like, I don't chase. have a TV. I don't have I just, news. Yeah, why would I read a yeah, newspaper? I don't. She's like, you don't watch. These? No, she seriously started asking me that like in the, at the ATM. Um, I was standing in line there outside, by the way, without a mask. It's like, because he put on a mask. So, yeah, why is everybody wearing a mask? So, what does the pandemic, what, what, what pandemic are you talking about? Uh, people really can't handle it. They cannot handle um, anybody having a different opinion than that. But anyway, COVID medley, go. What do you got? All right. A young woman in Spain is tased after trying to bring her mother to a psychologist's appointment. And it violated the clinic's policies on bringing crazy people in to get health care for their mental health issues due to COVID. And so they call the police. The police show up and tase the shit out of this lady on the sidewalk. And I think she ends up pissing herself and everything. It's a fucking oh, disgusting great. display of uh, what would you call it? You know, some foreign COVID tyranny a few days ago. At John Hopkins published uh, John Hopkins published a study saying the corona uh, basically didn't increase the U.S. death rate at all. You already covered this last week when we were talking because you were ahead of the news um, cycle on this. But yeah. more came out about it, and that caught a little more traction later on in the week. But I remember you already brought this up last episode. But that was still it's worth mentioning again because remember, people, nobody died more in 2020 than they did in 2019. Than they did in 2018. Same amount of deaths. And guess what? All the flu deaths are gone. All of the cancer deaths. I mean, almost all the. And so they're basically taking all the flu deaths. They've taken a bunch of the cancer deaths, a bunch of the AIDS deaths, a bunch of the heart disease deaths, a bunch of the other ailment deaths. And they've just pulled a little bit out of each category. Uh, don't forget motorcycle decapitations. Yep. I'm always going to keep bringing that guy up. He was literally decapitated in the state of Louisiana and was declared a COVID death. It was a whole fucking thing. Oh, yeah. It was insane. And, Remember that guy? And yeah. the police officer, the female police officer that I saw uh, shoot that guy. I think she dumped her entire yes. mag into him. It looked like yep. 13 rounds of 45 caliber. She probably hit him with nine of those, seven, eight, eight or nine of those 13 rounds. And it was underlying uh, death, COVID. 19 with an underlying cause of gunshot wounds. If you can take <laughs> nine rounds of 45 and then die of the common cold before you can die of that 45, I guess you're just a bad motherfucker. And that's all there is to it. But the COVID got him. St. Andrew of COVID is milking his 15 minutes. A former Cuomo aide kind of did a little bit of a tell-all moment where she wrote some stuff about him, and she basically calls him out for what he is. She calls him a snarling lapdog who is lapping up the limelight of his uh, of this manufactured crisis, right? And so uh, there's a lot there's a lot more from this lady out there, and she has a whole uh, she has a whole bunch of stuff. That was a story out of the Daily Mail that we uh, picked up there earlier this week. It's on the site. Landmark legal ruling finds that COVID tests are not fit for purpose. The PCR test, as we all know, detects 
it, it, dead fragments of general coronavirus. Remember, folks, there is no such thing as a COVID-19 test. The PCR test that they're using on you is for general coronaviruses, otherwise known as the common fucking cold. And the PCR test over-detects DNA fragments of even long dead colds that were in your fucking system, and then they're calling any long dead DNA fragment of any general common cold you had a COVID because why? Because it unlocks federal funding. And then they take you in for another time. Then they want to give you a spinal tap and then they want to give you some medicine. And then they want you to stay in the hospital for a couple days and each thing they do. And then they want to intubate you and kill you because let's face it, the, the cycle of unlocking the federal money for their hospital isn't complete until they've murdered you first. You're much more valuable to the hospital. If you would just fucking shut up and die and give them their total premium of a couple hundred thousand dollars in federal fund and then the death certificate the death certificate is the final unlocking and payout of covid of covid funding so they act like there's this oh well it's only for the for the test the diagnosis and the death certificate that's all we get paid for oh you're telling me all the other measures of care that you're that you're doing that you're overcharging for aren't unlocked federal funds for fucking covid treatment fuck you you know they are you're being lied to the tests are specifically overly positive and they don't even test for the disease they're telling you that you have because they want to test you for the common cold and break the economy and do the great economic reset again we haven't had time for the great economic reset i'm trying to wrap this in time you've been too long i still got i still got eight fucking minutes nick don't stop me baby we got landmark legal ruling that finds a covid test or not fit for purpose i'm moving on from that we got the covid case con continues right everybody knows that uh, this was another article that was talking exactly about what you talked about uh, uh the the uh misuse of cases to try to perpetuate the lockdowns further the great economic reset unlock the federal fundings and like you said last week that aren't really real. They haven't gone up. They have not gone up. So uh, that was an American thinker article that's worth reading because he actually pulls out some more information on it. It's on the website. Uh, The global team of experts has found 10 flatal flaws in the main test for COVID and is demanding it's urgently axed as they should. So people from all around the world are seeing that the PCR test is full of shit. And that there's no reason to keep using it and that it's a, it's a fucking joke and they're all lying to you. Um, it, oh, ooh, ooh, this is my favorite COVID story of the week. It's about Ohio state lawmaker and uh, uh, state, state lawmakers move to impeach oh, yep. Governor DeWine. And uh, so this little punk rhino, this conservative, if you will, from Iowa who's such an absolute piece of shit, um, has been abusing his power and trying to double down on the mask. Trump tried to go and do a rally for him and tried to like, you know, when he was doing Help his stuff out. around. Yeah. And he was like, kind of like, oh yeah, you know, you guys, you got Mike DeWine here, you know? And the crowd that <laughs> showed up to, and he tried to bring Mike up on stage to get some props because he was there with him, you know? And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you some of my Trump love, you know? Like, these people are here to see me, but maybe I can, I can put some of that Trump uh, gold dust on you, some of that fairy dust and they just started booing the shit out of mike dewine and when he tried to give him some props and uh and like trump kind of looked over they and it was give the most shrug. hilarious moment he did he just kind of gave him like the hey man you fucking dug your own He's grave like, I dude tried, like, buddy. I, I can't tried. yeah I it was, it's like that look is worth the entire video of like that fuck dude that's like i i you know i tried to 
you know, I, I, I was going to let you roll out well with me this weekend and go party with my friends, but everybody knows you're a piece you're of dead. shit. And my friends were all like, fuck that guy. Don't let him come along. We hate that guy like high school times or something, you know? And then you just look at him and shrug and hop in the car and leave him right there and drive off with your buddies. He's that unpopular. You're willing to completely just step away from him and let that slow motion wreck happen. It's uh, it's it's beautiful. He had it coming. And then uh, one of the other <laughs> great nice stories that came out of the stupid bullshit this week uh, was, oh, we already touched on the immunity cards, which is great. Uh, old uh, uh, Zuck the Cuck from Facebook, he's ready to start doing uh, COVID vaccine censorship. And he said that he's going to do that now because he knows the vaccine is the big piece of it. And so to make no make no bones about it, they've already been censoring everything that has to do with the truth about COVID. He's just, when he's openly saying he's going to begin censoring, uh, he's he's specifically talking about vaccine censorship because they're going to start trying to forcibly inject you and your children. And uh, he doesn't want those videos to have a platform. So he's going to try and hide that from everyone. Blacks and Latinos coming out in massive numbers saying, fuck yo vaccine. They don't want the vaccine. They aren't going to take the vaccine. So you got a bunch Nobody of people trust this thing. Even liberals are like, I don't know, man. Like, cause remember they used to call it the Trump vaccine. Yeah. And now, and now Biden's going to try and tell them to take it. And they want all three presidents that came out. Right. So you got all you three. Oh, that's going to be saline. total deep that's state pieces saline. of shit. That is oh, not going to yeah. be a vaccine. That's going to be a tube of saline that they will. Yeah. If you think TV. that Clinton and Bush and Obama are all going to get together and do a, Hey, this is great. We're all going to do the vaccine thing. Yeah. Listen to Nick. Fucking we're, saline. We're just going to hang out and take the vaccine together like friends. It's going to be great. <laughs> like, what? It's such yeah. a weird, it's such a weird pandering. I don't know. It's, there is no reason to do that unless you are pushing the vaccine for malicious intent. And oh, and then Biden comes out and does a speech. I, I don't think that masks should be mandated in America. And then what? Really? one so- day later, I think that you know, the first hundred days of my administration, uh, masks, everybody needs to wear a mask for a hundred days. That's going to help just a hundred. Remember when it was two weeks to flatten the curve? What do you think masking for just a hundred days is going to turn into you fucking idiots? Don't do it. Take off your mask. Quit being, quit being total tools and morons. Then the next proposal, check this one out. And this one's actually going to work. The new proposal is to get your next that they want to build. The Democrats will fold to a couple of the, they want to pass another stimulus because they want, oh, yeah. well, we all know what the stimulus is about. That's not about stimulating anything. It's about continuing um, slow motion collapse and communism. And the further, the more they can pretend to stimulate, the more they can refuse to let the economy actually self heal and self correct. And the more they can push us toward collapse. Every, every bill they pass, make no bones about it. I mean, let's face it. We're already there. I think we're in the slow motion collapse. If if you don't stop it right now, if Trump doesn't get elected and stop it right now, we're done as a nation. That's how that's how bad it is, guys. You will be fleeing America as economic migrants to somewhere in the world that you will pray is like as a go? government that decided not go? to lock down. There's only a couple countries in Eastern Europe. They won't that's all that's in. left. No. And, uh, so unless you're uh, only the you, only the super rich can go there. So basically, you have to go to a completely lawless country with no health care and no system of economy, like and live as a very poor person in a completely lawless country where nobody's wearing a mask because they're so, it's so fucking. It's like you know you're like some South African shithole where they aren't even doing that. 
right? And so this is the one that's going to get people though. To, they want to pass this, this stimulus in quotation marks and to get your next, and they want to make it a $1,500 check this time. Ooh, big old 1500 bucks. And guess what you got to do to get that 1500 Get the vaccine. And that's what they're doing. So they're going to say, we'll give you 1500 bucks if you get the vaccine. How's that sound? And so that's where that's where that's going to go. And, and you know what? That's going to fucking work. Nick mentioned the L.A. County trying to do the permanent lockdown. Basically, you aren't going anywhere at all anymore. And uh, basically, I think I think the uh, what was the mayor's quote? We need to, quote unquote, cancel everything. Yep. Cancel everything. Doesn't that sound like the ultimate? Like that sounds like an ultimate lib meme. Like, I mean, like that's a conservative. We've been making that meme for years. Like if I just put up a picture of AOC with her stupid, crazy eyes and I put cancel everything underneath, everybody be laughing at that. And we'd be like, yeah, yeah, they always, they act like they want to cancel everything. That's funny. This, these people are actually become their own memes now. Cancel everything. I can't even fucking believe it. But the LA County Sheriff came out and said, I'm not doing it. We aren't doing. It. I'm not going to start. I'm not going to victimize businesses that uh, that uh, that are already been that have already been beaten down. And so you getting you're getting. And I'm sorry. This is what you're not hearing about in the media. Thousands of sheriffs across the country. Thousands of city councils fighting back and pushing back. We didn't even get to the fight back. There's been massive fight back this week. Nick talked about it a little bit up front. Actually, he did. But um, you know, here in Oregon and over in California, you're getting sheriffs. You're getting. Uh, you're getting uh, uh, city councils and mayors that are refusing to participate and optioning out. And, you know, what's the governor saying? Oh, we're going to do this or we're going to do that. And they, they don't care. Like nobody's nobody's going to be doing any of this stuff. You know, uh, they're, 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 they're done. People are done, man. And you're getting famous personalities, you know, that are coming out against it now all of a sudden because there are people who are rich who are invested in the service industry and they're actually getting enough of a hit that it's uh, that it's uh, hurting people now. And so it's uh, it's hurting them. It's hurting their rich, their richy rich bottom line. They may live in a million dollar mansion, but it ain't paid off yet. You know what I mean? And so they're not ready to give up their rich uh, lifestyle. So they're going to be the first what you would call the, you know, the uh, the new rich, the new money. Oh, they're going to be the first ones to be sacrificed. But it's not about preserving them. It's about preserving the old money, the deep state. And uh, oh. Another uh, quick story on the, 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 these. These are the big stories. Uh, Mo Brooks, Mo Brooks, he's going to challenge the electoral vote in Congress. This guy's from Alabama. He's an old man. He's a badass. He's got nothing to lose. It only takes one, one rep and one senator to challenge the results of the electoral college vote and they can stop it. And so he's already said, I'm not going along with this. I'm challenging it. And I'll bet. And here's what I'm praying because I think it'd be the player move to do is it needs to, you need to get Ted Cruz out there. Ted Cruz needs to be the Senator and, and Mo Brooks needs to be the uh, house rep to go ahead and jump together and defy the election results as a whole. That was another really great story that, that came out this week. And I was really proud to see that uh, we got a guy that's already saying he doesn't care. He's, he's, he's going to go ahead and make a stand. You know, so that that there that was that was he he kind of gets the pat on the back, you know, uh, hero of the week thing. Except for this is the last story I'll bring up because it's hilarious, and then we're done. I swear, I swear. All right, James O'Keefe, Project Veritas. 
This is this was a great story this week. James O'Keefe has been calling in because he's got an insider at CNN that told him how to call in to their conference calls with uh, with uh, with the CEO and uh, who's basically tries to run his own fake news empire there. And he tries to basically he's got a bunch of yes men in these telephone calls and they you know, and he and he tries to oh we're not going to, you know, cover we're not going to be covering the, uh, you know anything about the the, the uh, election fraud. We're just not doing that. We're not going to be covering the Hunter Biden laptop story. A bunch of tapes are getting released. And so anyways, um, at the end of two months, basically he just had his, his killer gotcha moment where James O'Keefe reveals he's been calling in and listening to every one of their meetings for the last two months. And he's like, by the way, this is James O'Keefe. I've been listening for the last two months and uh, I'm going to be going ahead and airing these in segments throughout the next week on my show as an expose. Does anybody have any comment? And uh, <laughs> they get stunned They're They freak out. They start hanging up the phones. They don't know what to say. And then they call the, the, the CNN, the people that talked about nonstop defunding the police and for for six to eight months called the police on James O'Keefe for listening to their phone calls. I mean, you just can't write this stuff, man. That was a really good story. And O'Keefe gets the Hero of the Week award. He's the Patriot of the Week. And uh, he, he really did a good job again, you know. Yep, that was a good, yeah. I'm excited to see what more he has because he has more. Two months worth of calls. There's a lot of stuff in there. Oh, man, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, like that guy, is, he's, he's always on it and he's going to keep doing it. And uh, yeah, it's I'm, I'm really excited too. So I, that, that was really fun. And uh, Jeff Zucker, the, uh, you know, the CEO of CNN, he's uh, shaking in his boots. He don't know what to do because he doesn't know. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. These guys say some really crazy shit. They don't know what they say. It's like, you know, week to week, I, I, I go off on tangents. I don't even know what I'm saying. And sometimes I go back and I listen to myself and I go, God, I can't believe I sound that way or said those things. And so I'm sure he's uh, worried, but I'm, I'm generally, you know, truthful. <laughs> so, so I don't have much to hide, you know, other than a little bit of phonetic, you know, or not phonetic, but you know, like what, grammatical embarrassment or maybe a little, uh, I, I realized I said something in a way I didn't mean to say it or whatever, but, uh, Jeff Zucker. Yeah. That guy's just a machine of like, he's just spin and lies and, and, uh, and absolute bile and poison. And he, and he knows he's going to, he knows he's going to come, uh, come out looking that way. So he should be scared. And so I think that, I think that takes us to the edge of the weekly roundup for, centralcommandreport.com i am lee and uh and uh and uh and who are you <laughs> i am nick <laughs> oh we got nick i'm lee uh, and right, this Joe. is and this is some guy that just called in and helped me do a show man he's a really good co-host i don't even know i don't even know who this guy is but man somebody's good somebody better give him like a website and a podcast or something he really knows what he's talking about yeah we'll see about that <laughs> yeah. And and so, uh, you know, we're uh, excited to share with you guys. We're excited to stay in the information war with you guys. And we'll uh, be updating the site as usual. All the stories that we've discussed today, every single one is available at centralcommandreport.com. We'll, get, we'll keep the broadcast coming. And someday as this thing becomes, you know, a bigger deal. Hopefully it does. Uh, Nickel, you know, uh, put down his, his, uh, he'll put down his, uh, his, uh, his, 
<laughs> what should I say? Oh, that's what I was going to say. I'll put down my tool bags and start trying to do more shows. Nick will quit burning his eyes out at the at, at the office trying to keep all the trucks running across America. And he'll send you, you know, basically burn out his vocal cords uh, trying to do more shows for you guys. And uh, we'll do everything we can to transition to doing this full time if it, if it works out. And so uh, up until then, we'll just give you everything that we can give you. We're just a couple blue collar guys in the fight trying to trying to create a community and do this uh, because because face it, everybody needs to fight to keep the Republic alive right now. And we just want to be part of that. And we're glad if you tune in or we're glad if you log in and and uh, share an article uh, that you see, you know, go ahead. You don't have to give any credit to us if you see a good article on our website. And you want to go and spread it around on Facebook or Twitter or something, and it's a gateway pundit. And it's something. It's that's what it's there for. It's a repository of knowledge for you to go out there and fight back with. That's what the website is. So go to go go use it as a giant database of truth and use it in your own fight. And that's uh, that's what we want to inspire you to do with the website. That's what it's for. So uh, until next week, I hope everybody stays safe. Don't wear your mask. Don't comply. Don't but, give in. But wash your hands, though. I mean, bare minimum. Not for yeah, COVID, definitely. just wash your hands. Like, like when you take a shit, just wash your hands. That's what I'm saying. Well, maybe take a maybe maybe take a shower. I like to take I like to take two showers sometimes in a day. You know, the first shower right, we're gets you ready for, for the minutes. day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I'm Dick. Right, this fine. is Lee signing off. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Oh wait. All right, signing off.